dialed in to Fox and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these stuff. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. Um, Nick, less than a week this time. Not bad. We're doing pretty okay for. We're getting better, definitely. Yeah. And maybe next week, midweek, we could do something, maybe. Oh, that's right. It's the fourth. It is. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure something out. Maybe we can do something like this. Not like we do anything until the party at night. So. Right. I'm around. So, yeah. Um, a lot of happenings in the last few days. We're going to go over some of those. Yep. Um, we're going to revisit our scam talk because we've just taken two scam phone calls while we've been <laughs> sitting here and, and I've, I've been getting catfished by a scammer and that's been a lot of fun that Mike and I have been playing with. Yep. Um, so uh, after that, we're going to get into Roe versus Wade, the overturning and uh, what it means to poor people. Yep. You know, we, we do champion poor people here. And, uh, it's an episode that we don't love to have the conversation right yeah but one of those things that we have to um you know i mean we always try to talk money finances and really just life in general right how to how to make a better life mm -hmm. um david what are you drinking so i'm very boring this week i'm enjoying that i am going with reds again so i have an apple a strawberry and a peach reds ale so I'm very happy about that because, again, we mentioned it on the last episode, summer reds is just kind of a summer drink and it's, you know, very light. I can have a few of those and not really have any impact on my my mental capacity. So that's that's a good thing for me. Today is probably one of my favorite days. Not the day, not just the weather-wise. Right? Oh, it's beautiful. Got a little wind, like high 70s type thing. It's just absolutely an awesome day. It is. Um, So... We mentioned in here, I, I kind of lost like a, a pack or a six pack or a pack of something. Beer. Yeah. Um, I think I found three of them. I had my uh, Neapolitan milk stout the other day when I, after the last podcast, I yeah. lit up a cigar and uh, drank my, my milk stout. I will tell you, finding that is like finding a $20 bill you didn't know you lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a good day. So then I saved. So tonight I have uh, Black is Beautiful by. Uh, produced and canned by Middle Coast Brewing Company in Traverse City, Tennessee. Because we like to lose viewers and people, I will tell you, this is brewed to support justice and equality for people of color. And by Weathered Souls Brewing Company, San Antonio, Texas. That that's a beer I can get behind. Right. I mean, and and I so okay. Yes. We're gonna tangent before I talk about my other beers. One thing I absolutely love about beers, like mm -hmm. microbreweries, 90% of them, right, are pro-LGBT. Um, they're, they're constantly doing this type of thing, right? They're raising funds. And the people that are the ones that are like, oh, I'm a huge, you know, Republican and this and that. Bigot. That, like, they they don't sit here and talk crap about all the oh i'm not gonna they, they'll be like oh, i won't buy that but you'll buy their other beers or us right like you do one thing to piss us off we're just like fuck you we ain't buying nothing um 
Yeah, so black is beautiful. It's actually really good. It is. Um, it's, it's, it's an imperial a, that I'm very excited about. I love imperials. Really um, strong imperial stout taste. Must have been drunk when I bought this one. Uh, coffee Dino S'mores. Oh my god, that sounds delicious. Stout brewed with cocoa nibs, coffee, and natural flavors. This is an imperial coffee marshmallow stout. Oh, um, it is from brewed and canned off off color brewing in Chicago, Illinois. Good town. Have another favorite of mine. Uh, Odd side ale, hazel's nuts, uh, raspberry variant, and then my favorite beer. A top three, I actually, because I want to have a special night tonight because I was feeling a Nick night. I have a Wisconsin Belgian Red from New Glarus Brewing, um, which, gosh, they're, they're just hands down my favorite. So, so you want a story? Yeah, of course. I went to Horrocks the other day to return bottles that I can't return at Meyer, <laughs> and I had like six or seven New Glarus. She looks at him, she goes, yeah, we can't take those. They sell those only in Wisconsin. I'm like, That's true. well, that sucks. That's <laughs> sick. That's why, that's why I throw them in your guys' break me pile, right? That works for me. So, um, yeah, it's like going back to uh, before, as we were starting the show, we were lightening up the, the whole place for everybody. I said, let's throw this, this on a speakerphone, right? Hey, uh, yeah, I'm calling you about life insurance. And, you know, I'm like, oh, well, he goes, are you over 50? And I'm like, yeah, of course. I mean, who is it nowadays? And then David reaches over and he's like, Hey, can I get that life insurance policy after I'm dead? There's like a pause for 10 full seconds. Yeah, right? easily. And then just like. click. All right. Uh, I thought that was a valid question. You know, tell, teach me how this works. Um, the next one we answered, I tried having fun and I don't even know what I said. Something something good with it. <laughs> why Why you don't talk to me? This, hey, and then they clicked as well. Okay, so we decided tonight if we, if I keep getting spam calls, we're just going to put them on air. Yeah, they're just going on air. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Anybody that's listening, joining us on uh, Twitch and all that, let us know the questions you want us to ask them. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, we'll have a good time with it. So, David, I hear you have a, a scam. <laughs> Is a scam fun going on? So, somebody followed me on Twitter like three weeks ago. Okay. And that's fine. They followed me. It looked somewhat legit so i'm like yeah that's fine i'll follow you back no big deal because you know I, I you know i don't really care who i follow on twitter and i don't care who follows me whatever i don't i just don't give a shit so they dm i don't really dm on twitter i didn't know you could you can um i will dm something to my daughter yep. because you know hey i saw this on twitter and i just want her to see it share share twitter right kind of like what we do with uh, right yep. So I get a message. Hey, how are you? And I ignore it for a full day. Yeah. And then I get another message. What? You can't even say hi to me. <laughs> All right, fine. Hi. How are you? And of course, it starts innocent enough for all of ten minutes. Yeah. And then it goes into, "You're so sexy." Oh, great. Thank you. Appreciate it. I said, "I'm also very married, very happily married." Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean we can't talk. Yeah, we can talk all you want. We can talk. Just about how sexy I am. So then I get a, a bra shot. Nice. And I got that while I was with Mike. We were we had gone to Aylbird to support. Um, yep, their bartender. Yeah. Oh. Can't remember her name. Starts with a K. Anyways, Christy maybe. Uh, we went we went and supported her. Katie it was Katie. 
um, at Aylbird. We went to support her for their fundraiser and uh, went back and we're, we were drinking on the porch. So I tell him what's going on. And he's like, I'd like to have some fun. I'm like, all right. So I said, she's like, what are you doing? She, he, whatever. I don't know. I'm just hanging out with my, you know, best friend here. He's, you know, we're having a few beers on the porch. And she's like, well, what does he look like? So I send a picture of Mike. And she goes, well, he's sexy too. I, I talked to him. I'm like, yeah, he doesn't have Twitter. Sorry. Well, give him my number. I'm like, I can't. You didn't give me your number. <laughs> so she gives me her number, which I did trace as a text app. Oh, yep. So I give it to Mike and he starts fucking with her for like that. Oh, and that, oh no. Scam. Scam likely. All right. Hello, Snick. Hello? Hello? Just Nick. Uh, so Nobody wants to talk to us on air. Weird how that works. It is. So Mike starts texting. Yep. And he's having fun now. So Mike left for camp on Saturday. Yep. This was Thursday. And she, him, they, whatever it is, is messaging me on Twitter. I haven't heard from Mike. I'm like, uh-huh. Was he okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure he's fine. Well, he's not getting a hold of me. I'm like, well, he's camping with his kids. Uh, you probably won't hear. So fast forward to yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we went over to Jim and Wendy's for a little bit, hung out with them. On the way home, I messaged back, you know, because this person's been messaging me all day. So I messaged back to him and, yep. and they're like, yeah, I was... I wish I'd known before you got home, I was going to ask you to stop by the store and get something for me. I'm like, yeah, how does that work? You don't live near me. Oh, well, because I need to pay for things. I'm like, all right, we're finally to it. It's taken two and a half fucking weeks. It, it has. And mind you, I've been every time I'm like, I'm very happily married. I am not interested in anything from you that is sexual in any nature. Yep. But I mean, we're on almost three weeks of a con at this point. So let's turn this up a little bit. Why not? I go straight forward. <clears throat> I, I let it stew for a bit. So we went back and forth about the American Express gift card this person <laughs> wanted. Yeah. And I played stupid like I don't understand. And then uh, finally comes right out and says, why? Well, I, I want an American Express gift card for $300. Go to the store and get it. Okay. So I said, well, I, I have an e-gift card. This person obviously is not American because they don't understand what the fucking e-gift card is. I said American Express, not e-gift card. Oh, Jesus Christ. I try to explain it. They're too fucking stupid to understand. Yeah. So we're going back and forth. And finally, I'm like, well, I'm buying you a $300 gift card. What am I getting out of it? No. And I get, well, I see where you're going with this. All right, where am I going? Well, what do you want? I'm like, no, you saw where I was going. Where am I going? So, you know, we, we get to uh, basically she's like, well, I'll come have sex with you. I'm like, great. You don't live here. <laughs> she's like, well, we can make this happen. I'm like, all right. So that play too? <laughs> probably. So I up my name. I hop on Google and I search random dicks. <laughs> and I find a huge cock and I screenshot it to her. 
Oh my God, that's awesome. Okay, great. I'm I'm glad you're happy about it. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. I don't know who that guy is, but <laughs> exactly. So then, why well, I, I want a face shot? I'm not giving you a fucking face shot. Screw you. Yeah. I've always had some resemblance to Chris Zorich, who played defensive line for Notre Dame and then for the Chicago Bears. So I went and found a Chris Zorich picture, and I sent that. She goes, "No, I want full body." I'm like, you know, you're making me do a lot of work here. What the fuck am I getting out of this? So I get I get a picture back, which is, you know, hiding titties. But, you know, that's fine. I'm just trying to get, you know, whatever this yeah. person is doing out in the open. So I go find a different picture of Chris Zorich, and I send that. <laughs> and then for, like, the next hour, we go back and forth on give me the American Express gift card. I need a picture of the front, the back, and the receipt. And I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe I sent you a dick pic. My wife's going to divorce me. <laughs> so now I'm frantic for like 30 minutes. And then they want me to join some other texting service. And I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. Everything I said, see says it's a scammer. Are you a scammer? Are you scamming me? <laughs> and of course, then they get pissed off at me because I'm accusing them of being a scammer. Yeah. So after that... Um, I don't remember specifically because, you know, it was last night, but something to the effect of, I said, well, I can't get a gift card at this time of night. Everything's closed. And she goes, well, if I give you my friend's PayPal address, can you PayPal me the money? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. Give me the address. I will send it right over. Yep. And at that point, I stopped responding. <laughs> um, she, he, whatever took that to assume that i fell asleep great so i wake up this morning i send mike a message i said hey and you should do me a favor mike was trying you know talk to her the entire time that i was talking to her and i was screenshotting him everything (laughs) so i said hey uh contact her this afternoon tell her that you heard i was really upset about something last night you're not sure what it was but i had a heart attack and i'm in the hospital so fair enough, Mike did that this afternoon. So we're we're still playing the long con here because again, the more I can fuck around with this person's time, the less chance they have to scam somebody else. Yeah. I, when I, I I got the same thing on my Facebook a while ago. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, instantly I'm like, oh, I, I've missed you so much. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh yeah. And I was like, oh, and they just play it off. Like, oh yeah, I, I remember those times. Those are great times. And I was like, yeah. I still have no idea who you are. And then I just used a, a gift card because I was buying on a site that I don't normally buy on. Yeah. Um, and it was a Google Play card. And that's what they wanted. And I was I don't know what, like, I had it. I think I probably um, bought part of a game or something on yeah. my phone, right? My my brother was, uh, it's probably Pokemon Go, to be honest. Like, my brother okay. used it. I used it. I have this. And, uh, Oh, slowly, I'd, I'd send up the first three numbers. What's that? Oh, that's the first three numbers. You're going to earn the rest, right? And you guys constantly. I'm going to just start, like, making up random numbers. You know, you and I are too similar. Because when I was sending the e-gift card, I went to a gift card generator, random numbers. And I, I'm like, this is everything for the last six digits. Exactly what are you doing for the last six yeah. digits? Get them. And, uh, you know, mine didn't last enough three weeks. Mine only lasted probably, I don't know, just two two days of, like, fun and 
my wife is sitting there looking at me like I'm crazy because I have tears in my eyes by how much I'm messing with these people. My wife did the same thing. She's like, why are you doing this? This is stupid. I'm like, I'm having a blast. <laughs> I'm right. Like, as you said, it's like screwing with other people. You know, I mean, we know that your daughter got almost taken. Yeah. Brand. Yeah. So this thing, these happen. Yeah. And if we're smart enough to sniff them out, which we are, we might as well fuck with these people back. That's a fact. So, like, Mike and I have elaborate plans for this person. So, I mean, this is going to continue for a little while here, because why the fuck is that? Yeah, you cheating on me with Mike. Oh, yeah, totally that. Um, He's going to message her in the morning and, and basically say that, um, my wife found my phone and some messages and a dick pic and <laughs> what the hell is going on? I might, I might actually commit suicide at some point. Oh, no, <laughs> this would be horrible. And then post on post on Twitter. R.I.P. myself. <laughs> Say, yeah. No. Um. So right, like in the news. I mean, Twitter, social media. I mean, everything. Right? Everything. It's blowing up. Um, As it should. Yeah. Roe versus Wade was overturned. Overturned by, you know, the United States Congress. And Supreme the, Court. Excuse me, the Supreme Court. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of people not happy about it. There's some people that are happy about it. And uh, probably 60 40. You know, it's kind of funny that you say that because, like, I've heard so many numbers, right? So, the day I heard somebody say, look, it's 80% of people that are unhappy. Okay. And then today, actually, I was sitting at lunch, which was it's a fun story. Mm -hmm. so I decided, I was kind of on my way home. Uh, I had some stuff. and So, I, I stopped at a restaurant on my main road, okay? And so, my car is parked out front. And I know my wife has to go by in the next 20 minutes. And, you know, my food, I ended up make, taking a phone call because I'm buying a house. And so the, my, the person on the other line was about the house talking. My food comes out and sitting there and like I'm not eating. Um, so she calls me and I was like, hey, I'll call you back because I'm on the other line. And she sent me a text. I just read it. Actually, it was funny. This was noon. She's like, oh, is your mouth full? I was like, um, no, it's the fact that I was talking on the phone. But, uh, you know, I, I'm sitting here going, huh. I, I'm listening to the conversation while I'm kind of on the phone, and somebody was saying, you know, 75% of people are okay with it, 80%, and, but I've heard 80%, and you're saying 60, 40, so, I mean, here's my, my point of it, is we don't know because we didn't put it to fucking vote, they just randomly decided they were going to fucking vote. So the 60% I come up with is 60% of Americans, this, this number is what I've heard, support abortion no matter what okay the 80 percent support it in certain conditions so mother's life's in danger rape incest things like that okay. so that extra 20 percent don't necessarily agree with abortions but in certain situations they're okay with it again and and we find a lot of these people i mean the the pro-birth argument is well, people use it as uh contraceptive you know they're they're using it as birth control that doesn't happen i mean it's less than three percent right okay i i was looking up some numbers with dawn and 
93% of the abortions in 2018 or 19, whatever it is, were done in the first, no, in the first 20 weeks, okay? Um, and 1% was done in the third trimester. And Don's question is, I wonder what that 1% was. I'm sure it endangered of the mother's life. Fetus is not viable anymore. See, and, and the pro-birth argument that pisses me off the most is they want to outlaw all abortions, no matter what. So if you have an atopic pregnancy, which the fetus is in the fallopian tubes, will not be born alive. And will kill you. And will kill you. They want to outlaw that type of abortion. But they're not really pro-life. I, I never call them pro-lifers. They're pro-birth. And I follow a lot of people on TikTok that, you know, have similar views to me. And one of them is, uh, I believe his name's Thomas, the Bishop Dillon or some, something. Yeah, yep. like, I, I love him. And he made the comment, he goes, I got a lot of hate a couple of days ago, but uh, I'm going to say it again. They want white babies. They want white women to have babies. And there's a lot of truth to that. Because they sterilized indigenous people because they didn't want any more indigenous kids. They don't give a shit about black and brown kids. But everybody seems to want the white kids. Right. And in this country, we have an issue where it's been a white majority for 250-ish years. And a lot of these people in power are afraid of losing that power. Because when you no longer hold that majority, you don't have power anymore. You know, I, we look at it. I'm not a white guy. I was I was raised as a white guy, but my dad's Persian. You know, he I'm I'm a the first born in his family in the United States. I'm brown. I identify as as you know Middle Eastern slash Caucasian because that's what I am. Yeah. Um. And I, I made the comment last night that if I had never left Plainwell, if I had just grown up there and stayed there my entire life, I wouldn't understand the struggles that people of color go through. I just, I just wouldn't understand it. Because when I was growing up and in high school, I had that feeling that, you know, you hear all the time, well, they're just lazy. They just don't want to work. Yeah. You know, they, they're just out there gangbanging. You know, and that's why it's so hard for me to see it, right? Because I grew up in that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, right. And people don't understand it. It's like when you were the one white family, there was two white families in our neighborhood of thousands, right? Yeah. Like very predominantly African-American and another Hispanic neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Like when, when we got pulled over, the cops would go, what are you boys doing here? Why, what, why are you here? What, and you know, I could ask the same questions that people tell me. They're like, oh, so to me, it's just don't, don't tell me that it doesn't happen because <clears throat> I it happened to me all the time. Like it was just, it was natural, it was normal, right? I was in a spot that apparently I was I didn't know I wasn't supposed to be there. Like it, it never crossed my mind. I'd get young naive child, yeah, that's just doing what he's you know supposed to do. Um, you know, I will say, um, got a lot of things going on that. <clears throat> very hard because right now we need to come together right 
you know, my wife, Courtney, and I stayed up the night that it happened and we were talking and um, I, I was kind of giving, you know, she, we're, we're having education. And to me, it's too late to, to fix what's already done. But now going forward, right? How do we? Yeah, where do we go from right? here? And because, because you and I are on the same page of, man, if they get rid of plan B, if they get rid of, um, you know, uh, Things for that, that's harming the mothers, right? We have to. We we have to get that doesn't happen. Um, <clears throat> you know, I had a, had a person post. Um, you know, Facebook post won't change anything. When do we riot? Right. And my response was, a riot will not change anything. People need to vote. Women need to risk it all. Um, and overcrowd the system. Every medical worker that has already risked their life needs to walk out and not help a single citizen. Every American needs to not pay taxes and, and defund the government, you know, so that way they're not paid. And, you know, because I'm, I say it in, the, in everything, right? Like, it takes literally the entire village to make it happen. Yeah. We talked about it for real, like, we talked about the real estate side, right? You get everybody in the, if you, if, and if you know that your owner isn't financially backed by millions and billions, if every tenant doesn't pay, mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna drown that one. But like, you know, if they're backed, it's really hard. So now, if you get every every medical worker right, that just stops. So somebody came back and they're like, you know, I love it when a man's telling a woman what they need to do. What are you going to do to support women? Surely you're going to do more than commenting on Facebook, giving your two cents. I can assure you. Not, or, sorry, giving you two cents that women, I can assure you, are not asking for. And I'm like, I, I have a response. What am I doing? I was like, I vote, right? I lend an ear. I lend a shoulder for voices and tears. I offer to donate, or I offer and donate my money to a place in Grand Rapids that has protesters on a daily basis, right? I Sure, it's not much. I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys it's millions, right? But, like, just to piss people off, I went and dropped 100 bucks off because, like, I... Like, and I flip them off every time. I, I lay on my horn. I do that. Um, I said, I'm no saint, but I sure as shit don't listen to people who, it's, who assure me women are not asking for ideas and how to fix the situation. Because I've been asked, right? I've been, hey, what? Um, you know, and I said, you don't live my life and you don't know the women I talk to, right? So that's kind of like advice. You know, I say, I know your wife is very high strung. <laughs> She's very about this. Like, and she doesn't understand, like, some of her posts pissed me off. Oh, I'm right? sure. Like, she literally calls out, oh, maybe that'll change white men's blah, blah, blah. And it's like, do you, like, I'm a white fucking male, right? Like, do not group me. Do not say that. Just like, just like African-Americans, right? You say they're all gang. No. <clears throat> don't don't sit here and group me. Sure, I get, I get where you're trying, but, like, don't, right? Because you're just going to piss off the ones that you care. You're going to piss off the ones that are trying. I mean... See, and don't, I, don't be that way. I look at it a different way. Sure. Okay. If she posts something to that nature, and it, and let's say it, it affects me in some way, okay? Yeah. Men stop doing, not white men, but just men. men. I only take it personally if it's something I do. I don't take it personally if that's not how I am. Like, if, if she posted, men stop beating on homosexuals, okay? I'm not going to take that personally because I don't do that. Okay. And again, with you, I, I say this to you all the time, exception to the rule. 
Okay. We we have these conversations. So like we talked at the end of the last episode about questions Don had on housing and uh, rent control. Yeah. And I get home and I'm like, yeah, Nick and I were talking about it. And she's like, yeah, I'm sure he was pissed off. I'm like, no, he wasn't. We were having an actual good conversation. I, and I brought her back to last year when we were in your pool. And we're talking about who to vote for. And you're like, I can't vote for Biden. These are the reasons. Yep. Doesn't mean I'm voting for Trump. It just means I can't vote for Biden because he's going to hurt my business. He's, you know, wanting to put a limit on whatever it was. I don't, I don't remember. It was the only time you had somebody tell you why voting for Biden is a bad idea. And you sat there, you listened to him. He made sense. And you went, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. But I said, Nick was the only one. I said, I don't agree that, you know, landlords should be able to up rent 200%, even though a lot of them are doing it. I think there should be a cap of some sort. I understand why Nick doesn't feel that. I said, but the problem we have is Nick sits here and he goes, well, I haven't raised rent in five years on this property and I'm having an internal battle on raising it $25. Okay. You're the only person I know that would have that battle. I wouldn't have that battle, but I'm not a landlord. I don't want to be. Right. But you're the only landlord I know that will sit there and have that battle of, you know, I, I charged eight hundred dollars for this five years ago, and God, I just don't want to charge them eight twenty five. Well, and it's, you know, I'm turning into the person that I buy from. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I'm not saying I'm, again, I'm not a saint, right? Like, right. I, but, you know, when I purchased one of my duplex. Right, one of them was at five hundred, mm-hmm. the other was at three hundred. Right, because see, I had owned it from literally eighty years. I mean, just so fucking long, and he just like never, never raised me. I need, I need this amount of money. This is all it took, and I did this, and yeah, he walked into the place, crash, and mm-hmm. he had to let it go, and it's like have to have some cojones, right? And yeah, I tell people like, you know, you think that everybody. That post, oh, my landlord's a dick. They're not fixing things. And no, it's something that not fixed. One, if he's charging 300 payments for out, you know, all his taxes were higher than that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I expect you to treat it very, very well. And the problem is, is most people, and I don't care what your definition of most is, I would say 50, 51% aren't taking care of that. Now, if you go to lower income, it's even fucking worse, right? Yes. And I offer lower income things. And just the, the the give a shit doesn't fucking get right. We 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 had that argument I, here. I did a I did a um I got him in real estate. Don't even know my own fucking terms. I, I did a move out inspection, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, I did an inspection while the people were still there, and it was a hole in the wall and a hole in the fucking door. And I was like, "Hey, man, what happened here?" Right? Mind you, it's two hundred fifty bucks for a door. And he's like, "Oh, I was gonna punch my roommate." So I punched my roommate. I punched the door, and I was like, "Well, that's gonna fuck." right like and it's just again don't break my shit right break your own shit like throw your fucking laptop do what you gotta do but don't throw it on my house in my house right. around my stuff like and people don't see how often that type of thing happens right now we know you know how many domestic cases are out there right and both men and women they'll throw shit right oh they're off my fucking window yeah and it's like now the problem is is okay so here's always the situations where my tenant's already struggling in the first place. I have to fix that one. Okay. That cost me, I don't care, it was a small number, $400. Mm-hmm. Hey, I can't say I'm not going to fix that window until you pay me. I have to fix the window and then charge you. 
and then I can move for my eviction after that and do all that if you don't pay. But it's like I have to front every goddamn dollar, and you get to finance the world, right? Like that's not how it should be working here. You do what's right. You should pay. You know, and that a lot of it rent should, rents wouldn't be that high if people fucking took care of things in those types of areas. Right. Well, and again, your rents wouldn't be high. So the I told you about the. Here we go. Hang on. Scam. I don't know. Hold on. Hello, it's Nick. Hey, Nick. This is Michael Blue Water Pools. Oh, sorry. Let's say, Michael, what's going on? Go that way. I'll talk. Yes. Yeah. Nick um, is hoping to get his pulled. So, it's so like, as we as we're talking here, I'm gonna divulge off of the house conversation. I really want to have that conversation with Nick. And I'm going to throw out some stats because I love stats. So 59% of women seeking abortions are mothers facing high poverty risk. This is what we find with a lot of abortion. It's mothers that simply can't afford to have more children. And the, the answer from the pro birthers are always, well, then they shouldn't have had sex. Okay, that's great. There are a million things I shouldn't do that I do. And afterwards, I'm like, man, I shouldn't have done that. But that doesn't mean we can sit there and pass that kind of judgment saying, well, that, that woman's horrible because she decided, you know, to go have sex with a guy. And, you know, something happened. You know, he pulled the condom off or her birth control didn't work. We don't know what the situations are because we didn't have to deal with that. And what a lot of people don't understand is... Unless you're making the decision, it literally has no impact on you. It's not your life. It's not your body, which is why we need to keep those things separate. So back to the housing conversations. Well, next real quick, you, yeah, go ahead. That is great. I, I posted because I have a scenario, right? Mm -hmm. This is why me as a person, because somebody asked, again, if you ask a question, <laughs> I always try to give an answer. Yeah. Right. So a friend of mine who I respect, they actually are very liberal people. I respect them, though. Right. Um, and one of their friends said something. So I, I, I came out and I started it with, look, if you're really asking, I will give you an answer. I want to preface this with the fact of I'm not looking for an argument. I'm not looking to fight on anything. Like mm -hmm. I, You asked, I'd like to give you an answer. You know me. Oh. Try to have a heart. Yep. I love being a father. Yep. Okay. Um, I've always been a man's man mm -hmm. in a sense of, you know, say without the emotional aspect, like I've been a man's man. If you do something, you fix it, you pay for it, you, right? So here's my scenario. If I had intercourse with a woman, mm -hmm. okay, and she got, she got pregnant, she decides she doesn't want it. That is my kid. Mm -hmm. Just as much like Emerson, like, my daughter is just as much my kid as it is my wife's. You're right. I said, look, I would take full responsibility. I would pay for everything. I would do everything. Like from time of conception, right? Like if you're if you sign off everything and do whatever, I will take full rights, full responsibility. Now I also did say, like, as me being a man, if it impacted you in a life-threatening way, you would have all choices. That would be your choice. Like I would fully have to understand at that point. Impact yours. Now, giving birth in, does impact your body, blah, blah, blah. But, like, that is, I mean, that's the risk of, of having sex, right? Um, so, 
think that that needs to be an option of the fact of like if I'm willing to take every part of my child is it whether people want to agree or not I don't like I fight a tooth and nail it takes two things right it it takes two people it, you know even it doesn't have to take people at times like you can go get artificial with them it takes two to make this happen and I am due my 50 right like I, if you're gonna sign off on it I will take it okay so so let's back up for a second let me ask you know my pertinent question yes did you have conversations with women that you had sex with before you had sex? Most of them. Okay. Were they on birth control? Some of them. Did you wear a condom? Sometimes. How many accidents could there have been? Millions. Okay. Any of those women that you had a relationship with, did they know how you felt? Yes. And what was their answer? Fuck you, I'll just abort it? No, their answer was... Uh, this is why we're doing it, <laughs> right? Like, it wasn't a sales tactic. Like, I don't know. I've always been, but I've always been very upfront mm -hmm. about my sexual relations. And that's if I, the if, point. If I'm doing it, I know I know what my outcome could be. I don't want to say consequences. Not like I have fucking love being a dad. Like, yep. I know what I'm getting myself. I to be honest, I've never. I've had I've never had a one night stand intentionally. I've never done randomness. Yep. Like it's a relationship aspect of things to me, right? Because again, I don't know. Like I'm, that's that's why I'm successful is because I always think that way. Like you know, like I look forward to if I get into real estate, the worst thing that happens is I get foreclosed on. If I get into bed with a woman, the worst thing that happens is I have a kid, which ends up being the best thing. Like sure, financially you're not set for it. Blah blah. blah. There's all these millions of things which we're going to talk about low income stuff. But I've always set myself up to know that, like, no matter what, I'm guaranteed that I, I'm going to make this happen, right? Well, and I can tell you, the only woman I've ever had unprotected sex with You're a lady. is my wife. Yeah. Everybody else I work on. Yeah. Now, even with my wife. You a scam call? No. Damn it. Um, even with my wife. Um, Physical therapy. Say that thing's vibrating like crazy. Um, we were stupid. Yeah. I mean, you know, we were both honest with each other. Yeah. But we were idiots and trusted each other. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm not fucking anybody else. She's like, I'm not fucking anybody else. She goes, I can't get pregnant. I don't have any diseases. And we're like, great. So, you know. Yeah. We did not use any protection ever. Because I trusted that she couldn't get pregnant, and she trusted that I wasn't out fucking other people. Right. And I trusted that she wasn't out fucking other people. And that's just it, right? Like, I mean, you have to, you know, when you're young, you're dumb. I mean, you are I'm absolutely you fucking, fucking stupid. Dumb, right. And every, you know, her and I say it all the time to each other. We're like, oh my God, we were so fucking stupid. I mean, Courtney's parents are going to listen to this, right? We were, Probably not. We were fucking young and dumb, right? Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. You know, I mean, I don't know why I don't have 500 kids. <laughs> Say, like, you know, uh, all game was strong. Apparently, now that they keep in, is it? Is it? Is it as strong? It's not giving my second kid. Um, right, but like, I don't know. And so that's why it's not entitlement. I don't know. Like, it's my it's my duty. It's my privilege. I it's fine, man. I like, I think mine and then some. I think privilege is a good word. Because right. and, and and again, we'll we'll go back to ignorance. Yeah. Ignorance is not a bad thing. Privilege is not a bad thing. Yeah. It just means you have different life experiences than somebody else. Okay. 
I was very privileged growing up. I, I remember that somebody said to me when I was young, not overly young, but like late teens, everybody should live poor at least once in their life because they'll value things more if they do. And I went, that's the dumbest fucking thing I ever heard. I'm never going to be poor. And then I was poor. Poor, yeah. And I value things way more now. And I think the problem with this, with that is the rich people that attempt to go poor, and you hear the stories, there's mm-hmm. been a few guys who have like, they've given up everything. They left with a, a cell phone and their clothes and they go live on the street. And they're like, hey, I'm going to get back to being rich. They kind of did it with the, uh, they were doing it during the pandemic. Grant Cardone was part of a, mm-hmm. a thing and I was watching the show. Um, undercover billionaires is what it was or something okay. like that. And so, but basically they drive to a random ass town like you know, across the, the way, not into a big city though, right? I mean, one of them was like oh, like Hammond did the Exactly, yeah. right? And so they're like, all right, hey, you figure out how to how to make money. And so like these people just the problem is is there now is that they have, right? So they can go in, they, they just go to business owners, hey man, that's what I'm gonna do for you, this is how I'm gonna do it. And like sales, right? Sales is where it's at. And so then they show how they've done all this and hey i'm gonna take this to the next level i'm gonna do these things and so i don't think you'll value i think that if if you live poor you wouldn't value it because you have that knowledge mm-hmm. of how never to be poor right like just like you now you lived it but like you would never go back so like no. i started there i mean i hope like i don't know my work ethic is really going down i'll tell you that much but um I'll never live, never live like that, right? I mean, I'll be okay. You know, we we won't always be the, the richest people in the world, but we'll be okay. Right. So that that's the goal. Yeah. And uh, you know, so I, I think that I, honestly, most of the things I see with well, what people see is homeless, right? Like, I, I'm I'm gonna guess five percent are actually homeless because of something catastrophic in their life that caused it, right? I mean, you weren't homeless when you went bankrupt, right? No. Like, you still had a job. You still had stuff. I had people I could rely on. I know. And, but I would say 95% of the people that you see downtown, and, and they have mental problems and they need help and stuff yes. like that, right? Like, it's not that they're lazy and blah, blah, blah. It, it's just the fact that they have mental problems and they need some help to, to figure it out, right? And of course, the unfortunate thing in this country, and we're proving this time and time again, is we give a shit about it until it's born. And once that child is born, we don't give a shit anymore. Oh, and it doesn't matter what they are. I mean, they could be a veteran. They could be, you know, a business person. They could be an athlete. It doesn't matter what the fuck they are. If they had hard times, fuck them, that's their problem. But, well, and that's exactly, here's here's my problem. Uh, let's call it Republican, right? Um, you know, I'm not pro um, free money or whatever. Uh, you know, I'm not pro government funding. Um, I think that it should be step by step to get you off of it, wean you, and they, they don't they don't have enough people, they don't have enough time, blah, blah, blah. But that's exactly what's happening is hey, we want you to carry it, then you're still the person that bitches, oh, that mom, you know, you hear it all the time. Yeah. Oh, and I'm, I've been notorious for it, because I hate tax time. Yeah. Right? That's where the, the rich, I, I, that's where the hood rich comes in, right? Like, oh, hey, you know, oh, we're going out to dinner, and we're doing things. It's like, 
invest your fucking money. Don't don't be out here spending nine hundred dollars on a goddamn meal because you have it. You got a thousand or eleven hundred dollar, eleven thousand dollar fucking tax rebate. Just you know, you guess what? In June, you're gonna fucking need that money. Like, just invest that. Do, do well, something. Be smart with it. And one of the things that pisses me off the most is you'll listen to the conservatives go, "We can't have universal health care. It's a horrible idea. I'm not paying for everybody else's health care." Yeah. You know, if we had universal health care, we would pay less in medical than we're doing right now. Because when you look at premiums that businesses are putting out, when you look at deductibles that people are putting out or out-of-pocket maxes that people are putting out, it's fucking ridiculous. We don't have universal health care, but we have um, aspects. We have, we have the ACA, which, again, it's it's a marketplace where you can go and buy insurance. How much, how much do you pay a week for or a month for health insurance? Because I work for them, sure. My HSA, I I probably pay about fifty bucks a month, right? And that's for two of you, for the two of us. Now, ask me what I have to put aside to pay for the actual bill. Yeah. Okay. So my out of pocket max is thirteen thousand three hundred dollars. That's roughly a thousand thirty three a month. I have to put aside for medical bills. Even expensive, right? Right. So my mom on marketplace, right? She lost mm -hmm. her job. She's playing a big ass party. Um, right. Monthly. I think she's at $63 a month. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think she got a discount to pay it all. Mm -hmm. Um, because I was going to her budget. <laughs> so, um, you know, the next thing I will say is I think her max of before the her out of pocket, right. And so it's very, it's very crazy, like how cheap things are. And I look at it just like, okay, um, every business owner, you know, the people that had things going, okay, their, their insurance went up a little bit. Claimed. When's the last time you heard somebody complain about how much they're paying for insurance at a job they've been at for a long time? Yeah, usually they don't see it. Right, that fucking budget. So they don't worry. It's, it's already rebudgeted yeah. in. It's already just a natural thing, you know. Um, and and so you're just gonna you're gonna get used to that type of thing. Yeah, but let me ask you something, you know, because this is how I think. Okay, so you have insurance through your wife. I do. And she has that taken out because of where she works. She does. Okay. So let me ask you something. Let's say that went away. And you pay five percent more in taxes, but anytime you go to the doctor, you're not paying. Sure. If you have a, you know, injury, you're paying ten, fifteen, twenty bucks. You know, you have a, a prescription that you're paying three dollars a month for. Would you make that trade? Yes and no. Okay, what's the no part? All right. So here's I've had, I've had this conversation with some friends mm -hmm. because I'm trying. Because I am very pro what you're saying. Yes. Very pro that aspect. But I, especially with America, land of endless money, we will we would not have the research anymore that we would have. We would not have the world's great. I mean, honestly, you can't say we don't have the world's greatest doctor. Right. I don't. I haven't gone to a doctor outside of here. I don't know the specialist that we have. I mean, like. But, but here's my question to you: People fly up. Like when you get in an accident far away, they'll fly you to Grand Rapids because, right? Like, you have the stuff. Okay, but let me ask you this: You say research. Yeah. Who discovered the AIDS virus? 
I don't know the answer to that. It's the French. Sure. The French figured out what AIDS was. Sure. So, and, and even with COVID, the first COVID vaccine that was approved mm -hmm. was a combination of Pfizer and Biotech. Yeah. Which is not American. But what you'll see, and, and the fear is, right, my fear, and I, I, I don't have proof, but my fear is, I mean, when you look at the amount of money that's in research, the amount of money that's Granted, none of us ever see it actually coming out. I was on a I was on a test drug, right? For yeah, acid reflux. Like there's these types of things. I don't see that that would be funded anymore, and it won't go the same. Um, because and and doctors like people that would want to be doctors won't be doctors anymore because they're not going to work for pennies, right? Their their pay won't stay the same. So again, we have to look at at what is a part of that, okay? Yep. I, I had the conversation with Jim and Wendy yesterday about teachers and, you know, I, I made the comment that there are just too many teachers that don't care. And that pissed off my wife and it pissed off Wendy. But the truth hurts. Well, not even necessarily the truth. Don goes, you're saying that to a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I looked at Wendy and I go, when's the last time you were in a classroom? And she hasn't been in a classroom in decades now because I can't say decades, but at least a decade because it's bullshit. And the things you have to do are bullshit. And I made the comment of, we don't teach kids how to critically think. We teach kids how to memorize. And she got offended by that. And she goes, I taught my kids how to critically think. Right. You're one. You did. And 10 other teachers didn't. Correct. They did what they had to do to get those kids to have a decent fucking grade so they could keep their job. And that's nothing against the teachers. That's the system that we have set up. But that's the same with doctors. We set up a shitty system. 100%. But to go back and fix it, there's, I just don't know if there's a way. There could be a way. Again, you also you've said it. we have to have a large movement. Yeah. And are enough people going to give a And shit. you look at it right now. Like, doctors is one of the fields that there's just not enough of. Not the fact that there's not nurses and stuff like that. Like, doctors. And they're flying in the best and the brightest from around the world because we pay, right? And, like, we're getting doctors from all around the world come here and do stuff. So let me ask you something. Yeah. Doctor right now, let's say, graduates and they have four hundred thousand dollars in student loans. Yep. Okay. Wipe it out. If they had, let's say, no student loans by the time they graduate, if they were able to do what you know, kids that were raised in the sixties were able to do, which is go to college and graduate having a minimum wage job and no debt. If they could do that. Wouldn't they be be willing to take less than what they're taking now? And, and I, I preface that with my tattoo artist, Brantley. Love Brantley to death. He does great work. So he did this tattoo at Mos Eisley's. Okay? Yep. Love Mos Eisley's. He has to give 50% to the shop. 5-0? Yeah, 5-0. Wow. 50% to the shop. Wow. Because they get in a lot of newer artists and that's how you get your start and you build your following okay so you're paying for the the ability sure. to work at a popular tattoo shop okay this cost me i think he charged me 450 and i gave him five because he had quoted me six this one he quoted me 150 bucks an hour okay 50 bucks an hour. He goes, I got you down for nine hours. I don't think it'll take 
You want to know what you charged me for it? I am 300 bucks because it took way less time than he thought it would. And I gave him 350 or 400 sure. because to me, he's worth it. And, and you look at this stuff. So he worked for a place that he had to get 50% to. And these tattoos are both fairly detailed. Okay. Sure. They're, they're pretty similar. Why does this cost $200 more? Same size, same everything. Yeah. yeah. It costs that because he has to give half of his money away. Yeah. This, he can charge what he actually believes it's worth because instead of, he, he went to a new shop and he pays a set price for the chair every month. I, I want to say it's 900 bucks. I don't, I, I'm just pulling that number out of my ass. I don't know what it is, but let's say it's 900 bucks. So he does three of these tattoos and it's paid for. And the rest of it is pure profit. And if we wanted to fix this country, that's what medical would look like. Well, the problem is, is, I mean, yes and no. Okay. I I disagree with you. Um, you're happy and content with that, and you're, you're fine, right? Mm -hmm. but like, rich people would only, like, the doctors would only work for the rich people. At that point, you wouldn't see the ones, because... How it would work is, hey, uh, we'll take 100 clients. Let's just do round numbers, right? We'll take 100 clients, and we only want to see this guy. We only want to see this guy. This yeah, but can see. that's not necessarily how it works. It's, it, it, you, you, get a set, you get a set price just like you do now with insurance. Yeah. You know, you get a set price for what this costs, and that's what you get. And it doesn't matter if it's a rich person or a poor person. But you're saying, like, you're saying because he gets to go to a different, so if a doctor, I have a practice doctor can make more than a hospital doctor. Absolutely, they do. So, like, but we I'm wouldn't have private practice doctors anymore. You wouldn't be able to get away from that. Because of the way we've set up the system. Even if you set it up differently, again, going back to the fact of, like, you, you paid, you tipped more. The rich people will buy what they want. You and I both know this is a thing. Like, Well, it's the same way they've, get, they've now outlawed abortion. <laughs> but the rich people will pay for an abortion and not think twice about it. And they'll do it in Alabama where they say absolutely not. They'll do it in Kent County where the prosecutor just came out and said, we're enforcing the 1931 uh, law yeah. and we will prosecute. Kent County said that? Kent County just said that. The prosecutor came out with it. That was the text I got. Really? Yeah. That's fucked up. Um, but like, right, so I don't want to get off the abortion thing, but like, just last night, somebody was lighting fireworks. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody was online bitching. I was trolling. I said, America, right? And then my neighbor's like egging me on. He's like, oh, tell them it's a week before and a week after. They just had their facts wrong. I screenshotted shit. And it says something, something to the effect of, like, you can do it. If it's on Saturday, you can do it on the first, second, third, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, all right, by me reading this, it looks like I can light it on Saturday the 2nd this year. And also, I can light it anytime I fucking want. Only going to cost me a thousand dollars if I get caught. And by my calculation, I don't give a shit about a thousand bucks, right? Like if I'm rich, I fuck, dude. Write me for that thousand bucks. Hey, why don't you go down there real quick? Come back to that other dude. Just like again, my favorite thing yeah. that's ever happened from fucking Mark Cuban, right? He walked on the stage, and the lady, the, the lady goes, "Hey, we just found out that you're fined thirty thousand dollars for dropping an F bomb on national TV, and that's going to get donated to this thing." And he goes, every time I do it, and she goes, yeah, you want to do it again? He goes, fuck it. Just look straight at the camera. And just go, and it's right, like, when you have fuck you money. You can do anything fuck. you want, yes. So 
yeah, a thousand bucks to a poor person, right? They're poor people are not going to light that firework, right? They're not going to do it when they want. Um, let's say when when a rich person wants to light fireworks, they'll do whatever the fuck they want, however they want, right? Like, and that's just, I don't know, you got you got to look at that. You, you want to reply to this quick, Nick? Want to become famous? Question mark. Our answer is no. Buy followers. Primes and viewers on monthlyviewer.com. Yeah, we're getting trolled on a fucking we are. episode. No fucking shit. So on a scam. We're getting scammed in a scammer episode. No, we don't want to buy followers and fuck off. I mean, how much is how much is it for these followers? I'd like to know. And like, are they cool followers? <laughs> just are the people that can make like cool things on top of like hot chocolates and milk? Because like those people get just you know what? Why don't you go into more detail about what these followers are going to look like for us, okay? Because um, I don't want non-active followers, right? I want people that are going to react, just like you. Nick does not want bots. Be my follower. I'm sorry. I think 90s kid was here is probably a bot. 90s kid? I mean... You're a 90s kid. Oh. I mean... <laughs> You're born in 88. Yeah, I'm an 80s child. Bullshit. I'm an 80s child. I was born in 77. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 90s kid was here. Yeah, he was, and then he's gone. Didn't even answer to us. Did not. But I love that. I love that we're getting scammed on a scamming fucking episode. We can't write this stuff. I'm we just talked about it. scams, and here they so are. Keck County just fucking came yeah. up with this. This is hard. So, like, this is what I'm talking about, right? Like, this, this is bullshit. This is the stuff that needs to stop. Kent County prosecutor says he will enforce Michigan's 1931 abortion law despite injunction. Days after the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade, Kent County's prosecutor says he will support or enforce Michigan's 1931 abortion ban should a case meet all the criteria. That's one of the reasons why Governor Gretchen Whitmer is urging the Michigan Supreme Court to immediately consider the lawsuit she filed Friday to decide if Michigan's state constitution protects the right to abortion. So one of the so oh my god, and they mentioned my fucking business or my my company. So here's here's the thing that pisses me off, right? Yeah. So I'm over here telling people, hey, your riots and stuff like that, right? Like you need to vote. Okay. We talked about it. The one thing, the one thing I respect about President Obama, right? Fuck, find executive order after executive order. Or fuck you. Okay. You sent me a, a person. I don't know what her name is. Um, but she's like, hey, this is what Biden's trying to do. This is what he's doing. This is the steps, right? Right. I'm sorry. Nick's got to read this while I sit here and talk instead. So, uh, yeah. uh, say, like, this is this is the thing that pisses me off is is the fact that like Biden quit being a fucking pussy, right? Yeah, seriously, like, sign some fucking executive orders. Dude, like, this put this, put this, right? Like, this is the time for your nation. This is everything you need to do. And the problem is, I like Joe Biden as a person. I think he's a good person. I don't okay? know. I mean, he seems empathetic. He seems to care about, you know, people. And that's great. But he's a career politician. Mm -hmm. And he's still being a politician. Mm -hmm. Stop being a fucking politician and do something. Because you're sitting here going, well, we got to work through Congress. Congress has no fucking interest in working with you. They they basically said as such. And even though there's a 50-50 split, two of these fucking Democrats or Republicans, Manchin and Cinema, 
So they're not voting for anything you fucking want anyways. So tell them to piss off. But I will tell you. So. Supreme Court justice, right? Yeah. I was under oath. Yes. No, I have no intention of fucking overturning this. It's it's a decided precedent. This is doesn't matter. The fact is, is right. I get that you can change your mind, mm-hmm. but you've been in office for what a month and a half, and you you've changed your mind already. Like, I don't know. Trust me, everybody knows how I stand on fucking Brett Kavanaugh. I wish that guy would fucking eat a bullet that he has of his own. Right? Go right. Fucking, go do that keg stand back that you fucking did in college days. Fucking choke. Like. I think Brett Kavanaugh is one of the biggest pieces of shit on the planet. Yes. And I don't even know the guy personally. Listening to him talk, the things that he says, the things that he does. Very misogynistic. This is this is a guy who, honestly, if he held his hand out to introduce himself, I would officially go, and a hard pass from me, dog. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do that, right? But again, I don't hang out with those types of people. And, you know, everybody asks me all the time, would you, would you say the F-bomb in front of the boat? Fuck yes, I would, yeah. right? Because that's who I am. Like I have a story for you too. My grandma, the only person to ask me not to, and I, I think I said it once or twice, right? But like, it's it just I respected her. <laughs> you like beer? Me, Donkey Dog, Doug, Gangbang Greg. Are, are you gonna sit there and and talk about how much you love beer in front of fucking Congress? Oh fuck yes, and then get elected to it. Fuck yes. So I just want you to know that I'm a normal person. I like beer. I'm at Holland Pride on Saturday. Me and my dad, we go weightlifting. Yeah. And I think I told you a little bit of the story. So a guy walks oh, yeah, past yeah, past the uh, booth, and we have a sign that says, if anybody's ever made you feel less than fucking fantastic, take a hug or a flower. Sure. And he looks at it, and he reads it, and he goes, what's the difference between fantastic and fucking fantastic? I said, well, I'm a coach, and uh, I would say fantastic is when you win a game but fucking fantastic is when you win a playoff game yeah and he goes you can't just use it without the f word you could but it doesn't have the same context and he goes so you don't find that offensive no i don't find that word offensive at all look this up now he goes so if i said fuck you you wouldn't find that offensive i said well it would depend on who you are to me and the context in which you're using it. And he goes, well, I don't understand. I said, I tell my friends, fuck you all the time. They don't care. Back. They're my friends. Right. He goes, well, that's just because they're used to it. It's still vulgar. I went, all right, well, we don't agree. <laughs> and I know he was waiting for me to back down, but I'm sorry. I'm not going to back down. Fuck is not an offensive word. Yeah. Say, um, you said this to me, so mm-hmm. I came back instantly, right? Like You did. Within one minute. Um, I, I was fucking someone not offensive this is fucking awesome i fucking love this i could fucking do this for days like those are the things i said back i was like all not offensive fucks and they're not (laughs) like if it said directly fuck you yes okay sure but again it depends on the first so you and i don't like each other i'm gonna post it's not what you say it's how you say it right you and i don't like each other and i'm like fuck you you're a fucking asshole yeah okay that is fighting words (laughs) let's say the those are, hey, David, sober up a few seconds. Right. Yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> but again, context. Yeah. Who you are to me. I tell my friends to fuck off all the time. I, don't care. I tell you to fuck off. You don't care. Oh, yeah. So I go about a, a little over a year ago to Burger King. Yeah. 
and I roll up to the window and the man says to me, hey, you don't need to pay. And Nick says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and I just laughed. I thought it was fucking hilarious. And what did I do the minute I pulled away from the window? I called you. Call, yeah. And you're like, did he say it? I'm like, he did. And you're like, oh my God, that was the best money I ever spent. <laughs> Uh, and you know, so you look at it, and it's just so everybody's not going to agree on this. I'm, like, I'm, I know we're getting off, but like my heart, like my body, my emotions right now are not in check because I am like I'm very devastated by what <laughs> Kent County just did. Like, and back to when the Supreme Court made their ruling. Like, I feel for like I have a dog. Mm-hmm. Like she's a female. She is the one that has to, to have a kid, right? Like you know, if it, even at that, like my wife, right? Like we had a kid and we talked about everything along the way. My wife and I talked about everything. Because like the first time you go get a heartbeat, like you're you're like, hey, what if it's not there, right? What if, right? And we also like, I'm not afraid to admit, like you could see my fucking smile and my tears fucking light up that room when yeah. I heard that first heartbeat, right? Like, I was the happiest fucking person. Again, like, in a, yeah. in, <laughs> not offensive. It was, I mean, I, I when we had our kid, I, I jumped, I, I, uh, uh, Emmett Smith down the hallway, fucking leg kick up in the air. I was like, Can we have it, like, I, but, I get that it's your body, your choice, but again, the one scenario, it, again, it should be a choice, right? It should be a choice. It should be a choice that I have to force you to go get one. It should be a, a, a right, a choice for you not to get one. Like, it's a choice system. Well, and how many that, women have been forced into that choice? Because we know it happens all the time. All the fucking time. So, Don and I had a great conversation before I came here. Yeah. And, you know, he, I, I, I just, I, well, I think this is going to piss you off even more. So, you know, my wife was had an attempted rape on her in 2016. She was working for a hotel. She was working for a hotel. And this motherfucker from Elsip, Illinois, named Jacob Winter, fuck you, J Jacob Winter, yeah. um, tried to rape my wife because he told him, you know, he had come to the hotel several times on business, and he's like, yeah, you're, you're a little different. She's like, well, yeah, I had a stroke. So, of course, he thought he could take advantage of her, and my wife is very, very strong, and fought her way out of the room, and which one's this? This is the s'mores, coffee, oh. coffee s'mores. It's not great, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, it's just okay. Yeah, I, very I, coffee. I give I give reviews, so uh, that was just not great. <laughs> so It's okay at best. Out of five, I'd say I'd say a solid two and a half, three. I wouldn't give it a three. I'd go to the two. Two? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, she said to me today, she goes, let's say for a minute he was successful in raping me. And let's say I could have a kid. Could have a child. If I had gotten pregnant, would you accept that child? I said, fuck no. I'd, I'd want to beat the shit out of it every fucking day. And I, I am not violent towards children at all. But I can't look at that kid with that guy's face on it and not want to fucking go off. And she goes, honestly, I feel the same way. I, I could never have a child in that situation. 
I couldn't ask you to be okay with it. I'm like, yeah, I, I just couldn't fucking be okay with it. Yeah, so like I never even like, and you know, you know yep. me. We've known each other. I am the person who hates hypotheticals more than anybody in this. Yep. Right, like because they always go too far, and they always right. Like I'm just because they're not they're yeah. not situations, right? Um. I you know what like. And raise the child but me being like i'm 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 asshole like you are right you and i would both make sure that that guy had nothing to do with that kid in any way shape or form of yeah life. i couldn't even do that i i just i want that gone and erased in whatever it takes so i don't know if that's um yeah we i we have a friend um who was married They've been married for 10 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've been separated for three years now. She has a kid. Another guy. Yeah. Guess who's financially responsible for that kid? Don't tell me he is. Husband. Because they're why? not divorced. Oh, give me a fucking break. And again, that's why. Even though DNA proves it's not his. Nothing about it's his. And that's why this country's fucked up. Out, right? Like, this is the things that need to get fixed. Like so many the, things we need to fix. And the problem is, is okay. So rich people, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll they'll pay for the abortion. Yes. Poor people can't. Exactly. They just right? can't. And and again, that's why we go back to it's gonna affect poor people, yeah. not rich people. Rich people will still get an abortion. What? Okay. So here's I I couldn't figure out how to do the words. So bear with me, yeah. um, everybody listening and watching. Um. Okay. Where is, abor- where is abortion illegal? Right now? I'll let you know. The answer is fucking China. Yes. Okay. You're also limited on the amount of kids you Yes, have. you are. Now, do you know why the answer is? Why? Uh, because people were aborting the females because they wanted... They wanted a man to carry on the name. 100%, right? Mm-hmm. And so, where do you think the highest rate of abortion is? China. That's exactly correct, right? Like... When it's illegal, people are willing to risk it. And that's, I guess that's the whole thing I was saying when I talked about women need to risk everything. Like, you need to fucking go for it, right? Like, overcrowd the systems, whether it's the systems of fucking jail, whether it's the systems of, of anything. And if you're, if you're the one doing all this and setting the examples, I mean, it takes people to do big things. I hate to say it, right? But this is. I don't care. We have a very big tell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have your baby. It takes a person that's nine months fucking pregnant. You have to have the balls of right? You go into fucking Rosa Park Circle, you're on a fucking gurney, and you fucking get that thing ripped out, and you fucking, like, right? It takes that type of a showing, right? Like, it takes a person sitting on the front of a bus. It takes a man fucking speaking every goddamn Martin Luther King didn't fucking like he he made his presence. He did everything. His his sit-ins, his everything he did. But we talk about it because he he passed, right? Yep. It takes these types. Of, like you have to do something so fucking extreme. Besides holding up your stupid signs that people have and doing all this, like the extreme needs to fucking happen, right? Like you know what pisses me off the most about? I mean, everything pisses me off, but. The fact that the government will not use embryo or like they yeah, use stem cell research, stem cells, yeah. right? 
Like, Jesus Christ. That's, that's asinine. Like, proven to fucking do so much. We could cure things. So much. But we're not going to use that. You know, and, and with, all right, with every humor, there's usually a bit of truth. Absolutely. Right? Um, Ricky Bobby says it in Talladega Nights. How long do you plan to live? I don't know. With my rate of income and the way the technology is headed, I don't see why I can't last you 300 years, right? Like, again, income and fucking, yeah. like, you can do anything, right? We joke about frozen fucking bodies and then coming back to Austin Powers, blah, blah, blah. Sure, it's not a thing, but, like, these are things that could happen. Advancements can fucking happen. The world's not set up for that. No. <laughs> you know, but they're already bitching about a population thing, and that's why I think a lot of this has happened. Mm-hmm. Right, because oh, there's not enough fucking people being able to support the next generation and stuff like that. No, everybody's afraid to have a fucking kid. But can you blame them? Fuck. Again, we worry about these kids, but you have a elementary school child. Jesus Christ, dude. Do you worry about somebody going and shooting up her fucking school? Because I would more than I should. Yeah, right? like that shouldn't be a fucking thing. Have you looked into the bulletproof act? I sent that to you, and I told you this is the worst thing that's happened to me today. Right. Right, like that—that's just fucking bullshit. That you even need to look into it. And again, we're gun eyes. owners. Yes, we're gun owners. Yeah. We shoot guns. We like guns. Yes. I'm sorry. Not everybody should have access to a fucking weapon. Like, right. When we're drinking, we shouldn't have access to we a weapon. Don't, right? Like, we, right. We make sure because I mean, you and I have gone through plenty of fucking beer parties. Yes. Uh, we we did a party. we did a diaper and beer party for you. Was it for me? It was for you. And we went and we shot. Yep. And then we went back to your place and we drank and we played ripple ball. Yeah. We didn't shoot after we drank. No. We right, we literally grabbed the guns and we had quite a few that day. I think we I did. I brought on all of mine. You had a bunch. And then literally we go home. We lock everything. We yep. everything. We throw it into safes. Every, like everything is nothing safe, was accessible safe. and then all of a sudden we're like all right we made sure we even double checked we're right. like hey everything's out of the cars everything's good all right cool let's let's start burgers let's crack it right yeah like, everything let's go play wiffle ball in the right. front fucking year we we do these types of things and it's just oh it bugs me so much that uh i have to sit there and think about that that for my daughter with with a bulletproof backpack um, let's say I'm waiting for another uh, another fun um, another fun uh, phone call that, that's going to come in because we, we enjoy scams but you know I don't know men women if you're you're for this right like the problem is, is you can protest you can do things it won't force change. Now, if you cause a huge labor shortage and you can afford, right? So, again, it goes back to the rich people. The rich people are, can make the change because they can afford not to fucking work. There's not enough of them they're going to go for. Um, you you need to you need to be there for days, weeks, months, right? Nobody's going to tell you how long it's going to take. But if guess what? If every business shuts down. Because people aren't there to work. If every if every female walked out of everything that they're doing because that's what they believed in and nobody could have anything, guess what? Something has to change, right? You have to give in to that. Um, 
because because the government sees it. They're like, well, we can't afford to fucking have this happen. Um, and they know that people will never do that. And so that's why I say, like, you have to have you have to have something massive happen. Um, I don't know what that answer is. I only give what my brain quickly thinks, right? Like, you can sit here and figure out a way to get people to create such a such a problem for other people to try to figure out how to solve it. That's where you're going to have your your guaranteed yes. Um, you know, we're going to happen Detroit. I mean, you know, we see say I will say that you're not going to see change as quick as you want. Um, David, one of the biggest things, right, is is these shootings. And, you know, everybody's like, hey, the cops are getting off. The last two or three shootings in Grand Rapids, the officers have been prosecuted, right? Because, because of how much damage was done to the fucking city. Because of how much the city doesn't want to fucking deal, right? And they're like, you know what? And honestly, it's hard to say. I can't guarantee I would have prosecuted the last officer, right? Which one? The back of the head shooting. Why? Uh, so I don't know all my facts. That's right. So that, but what I'm told is he was resisting. Not, not just that, he was drunk. And he also, he reached for the, the, the man's weapon. If you're gonna ask me if I'm choosing your life or mine, I will always and forever choose mine. So I watched the video. Yeah, I so did I. And the weapon he reached for was the fucking taser. Yeah. Which was expelled. It had no more charges. I don't I don't know that answer. Yeah. So what I know is a traffic stop should not equal death. And there was no earthly reason that man should have killed. That guy. And so, trust me, if you're asking me, do I think you should have shot him here and lower, things like that? Yes. I don't know the reaction, right? Like, I know he struggled for a long period of time. And back he up, did. I don't know where the fuck back up. It arrived like 30 seconds later. Yeah, bullshit. That, there was a fucking video that lasted way too long. It, it did last way too long. Have you ever seen Grand Rapids? I have. I've literally been in fucking Grand Rapids where I couldn't move my car because it's 15 fucking cops flying up and down every goddamn road. And this one here, once you pull your taser, once you pull a thing to stop somebody, you should be surrounded by at least 10 officers. You would I got pulled over, right? This is a fucking true story. Side, everybody, side notes. Um, so I'm 19 years old, going to be the designated driver. Surprising. Yeah. Uh, for friends of mine in the bus. If you were 19, then you would never drink on her. That's a fact. Um, I'm being designated driver. My friends make it through the left turn light. I did not. Well, my dumbass backs up, decides to go through the fucking gas station and cut across because I'm like, yeah, that's fucking right. Avoiding the light. 100%. Uh, so pull through. Boop, boop. It's like, shit. Fine. Next thing I know. So I'm talking to the one officer. Light through the back window. Boom. Another officer. Next thing I know. Boom. Another fucking officer fucking avoided a light like this this shouldn't be that big of a deal they get permission to search my car two and a half hours later i'm officially let go mm -hmm. have a great night sir bye right like 
when people say, hey, this doesn't happen, this happened, like, these are things that happened to me. It's not just African-Americans. It's things that happened to me. Like, these, I've been, I've been thrown to the ground by cops, right? Like, but also, when you're poor, they assume you're mm-hmm. a fucking negative, right? They so, do. Like, I had a two different color car that had, but here's the thing, like, you don't, and this is why I don't judge people, because I just, it's hard for me. Um, I worked at ABC Warehouse at the time. Yeah. Closest thing to wholesale. Free shout out to them. I would get, I would get huge, huge substantial discount on stuff. So I had a system that was worth 2,500 bucks. I probably paid bucks for the thing. I was friends with the installers. So yeah, okay. I have stuff going, but I didn't pay much. Like I, I, and, and I have a car that's worth less than the system, Right. you know, but like, and so they, oh, it smells like drugs. You, you know, this, like, oh, you're shaking a lot. Yeah, dude, there's fucking five cops looking at my car. What do you want me to be doing right now? Like, I'm, yes, I'm 19. I'm scared. Okay. Like, I know I fucking pulled through a thing, but I, like, give me my two points or whatever. Fuck, call me for the run in the red light at three points. I don't give a shit. Like, at this point, like, yes, I'm fucking nervous about what's happening. Also, if you ask me, do I have the $130 to pay this? $180 to pay this ticket? No, I'll find a way, but like, Jesus Christ, you know, like, I can't say I didn't make stupid decisions, kid. Um, but that's the kind of thing that happens to, to me. I'll tell you the best thing I ever did. And this is this is Nick's get out of fucking jail free card. Um, buy a car in Pacifica. Buy a fucking good looking minivan, not the shit rundown one, right? Buy a family vehicle, right? Because I remember we were going like 90, fly by a fucking cop. Oh, that's fucking car specific. You'd be fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, once I had a car that, like, not, not too flashy, right? You can't, right. Just, you can't go to the high end thing. You got to be right in that middle class. You know, hey, he's he's a hardworking guy. It's good. But, like, I swear to God, it's like their brains just yes. don't see it. And, uh, you know, do I think they need to stop dealing with the, the bullshit? Yes. But, I mean, Right now, Kias are getting stolen in one of the car. Like all through, all through Kent County. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where are the cops on these? Right. Like, well, again, they they're not preventing crime. They come after the fact. So I have a really good friend that's friends with many lawyers, but this one in particular, who is a public defender. They're someplace getting breakfast on the way to a Michigan. And football or baseball? Football. Cops there says something to my friend. My friend answers, does something to his friend. Friend looks at him and goes, I don't talk to pigs. That's right. And the cop goes, What did you say to me? He goes, I don't talk to pigs. Fuck off, cop. And the cop went to say something. He goes, just so you know, I'm a public defender. And the cop goes, have a nice day, sir, and walk away. Yep, have a great day. They'll muscle up to you. 100%. Oh, my God. Until they know who the fuck you are. I'm a nobody. Mm -hmm. But you know I will fight for what I believe. Yeah, absolutely. And I will do it full willingly. And I don't care the cost. Because, like, I I have spent $300 fight for yeah, oh, right. Absolutely. Because that's I will always fight for my right. I will fight for what I believe. And um, you know, I've, I've had had a cop 
pull me over for a seatbelt thing. He's five lanes away, five lanes different, right? Mm -hmm. And here it is. No fucking way he saw it. Zero fucking chance. His nope. fucking sun's in his goddamn face. Like, nope. He pulls me over. I have my seatbelt on. Um, you know, and cop, oh, so I, I take photos, right? And I'm like, look, I'm here. I'm here. The judge looks and he's like, nope, cops are trained for this. And I was like, all right, nope, it's not a fucking thing. So finally, I was like, all right, I'd like to have this thrown out. And he's like, well, I already told you no. And he was like, nah. I was like, it's not fair. I dated his daughter. And the judge looks at him and he goes, what? And uh, I go, oh, you know, he's getting back at me. I was like, I, I, I dated his daughter and he's, he's not okay with that. Cop goes, sir, do you know this guy? And he goes, yep. And he goes, all right, case dismissed, have a good day. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, don't, don't sit here and play this game. Like, I will, I will make it personal. <laughs> but, you know, again, that was the same yeah. car. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not in a, in a, in a position to sit here and, and money shouldn't buy it to you. Your power shouldn't fucking be a factor, right? It but, shouldn't be, but unfortunately, but, it is. right? Like, again, Trump, dude, that guy used yeah. his power and he was smart about using his power because, well, we talked about it. I think he was impeached three times. Twice. Was it two? Two okay. times. Right? And nothing happened. No. Nothing fucking came of it, right? Like, Bill Clinton gets a fucking blowjob from a chick and they want to kick him out of office. This dude literally twice violates fucking criminal activity. Yeah, you know? colludes with Russia and then supports an insurrection. Right. And you're going to sit here and tell me that I, I say, honestly, I see the problem here back that, again, you should have gotten Bill Clinton for uh, death of a child, right? <laughs> Technically, yeah, because, I mean, he, he had a blowjob. That's a fact. How many little Vinnies and Debbies did he shoot out? Right. I mean, but, you know, um, you know, America, America is becoming this thing where people are so, we don't need to be, right? And I'm so tired of, I've I've been talking about it. I've been, I've been very, I've been trying to be very open because I'm trying to be a figure. Yes. Mental health. 100%, right? Yeah. Not even just mental health, just health, like, you yeah. know, let's say emotional. Same. Yeah. Same. Don't like stop looking at saying something as weakness, right? Like, uh, there was a guy who his wife divorced him, sold the cell phone. He still owes a thousand dollars on it. And it's like, hey, officially it's illegal. It's my name. I still owe on it. If you have it, I want it back, blah, blah, blah. And some ladies just, oh, you're looking like an asshole. You're putting your, your stuff out there. And I was like, why is it that a guy's opening up for the first time and he's just saying, look, I'm going through some crap and it's a thousand bucks. Like, why is that? Why is yeah. it so bad? <laughs> you know, it's it. And I'm tired of, I'm tired of it being one-sided because right. It goes back to that white man thing mm -hmm. with, with Don stop. Like it, cause it, whether you see it or not, like I am a white male, right? Like sure. I'm not that white male, but the fact is, is I am a white male. Um, you know, not all women think men are bad. Not all feminists are, you know, against men. Not all people who, you know, just as you said, 50 or 60% and then the other 20% are like, I see situations, right? There is so many things where we could, if we talked, if we 
shared our opinions in a valuable way, people would listen. Well, and I want to get back into abortion stats in a minute here, but I, I want to go off on a tangent for a minute. So I, I think I, I told this last week, you know, towards the end of the season, I had an issue where, you know, my mental health was suffering and yep. I got I got really hammered yep. and said some really mean things to a kid that's really important, right? And I, I talked to one of her friends while we were at Pride. Yeah. And she has told me time and time again, you know what, if, if coaching is doing this to you, you just need to get out. Oh. And I get what you're saying. You do. So I'm sitting there, and in the matter of probably 40 minutes, I get two text messages, one from a catcher of mine and one from a pitcher of mine. Catcher goes, hey, we're playing, you know, near where you live. Can you come watch us? Okay. Pitcher, hey, we're having some infighting on the team. What would you say? Yep. Okay. And I let her read these, and I'm like, how the fuck do I walk away from this? I mean, tell me how to walk away from it. Well, you just have to. Sorry, life doesn't work that way, okay? I'm close to these four or five kids, okay? They'll be done in the next two years. I'm not going to get close to anybody else. I'm done with that shit. Well, when you told me, when you had told me, right? Yeah. I had the same answer as everybody else. It's always that next one. And you keep fighting tooth and nail. No, no, I'm not talking to him. I'm not doing this. And you're, you're in, until you're blue in the face, you're going to say no. Right? Yeah. I'm going to sit here and go, David. As your friend, I know you. As your, as a person who has been around you, you, again, and this is one of those fights that we'll have forever, right? You should feel the way you feel. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to happen. And and I know this because I look at the same situation. So a good friend of mine, Steve Osborne, yep, is coaching. Oh, is he still? Yes. Nice. This is his last year. Now. And every time I talk to him lately, it's literally like he's counting the fucking day. And I'll say to him, dude, it sounds like you're counting the days. He goes, am I that transparent? Yeah, you are. Because he's at the point where I I fully believe Steve will coach again. But he ain't coaching next year. And he's probably not coaching the year after that. And I told him, I said, hey, in a couple of years, I'll come be an assistant coach for you because I really don't want to be a head coach anymore. But... I, I also am at that point where I kind of need a break. Yep. I need to go and do some other things. It is a long time, though. It is, but I don't talk to the younger kids. I don't have relationships well, with them. Like, and, and in all honesty, even with the uh, now seniors and juniors that we have, yeah. I like them. I ain't going back for any of them. I'm going back for my pitchers and catchers. That's it. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's who you're, I mean, you're a pitching and catching coach, right? I am. But, um, you know, it's, it's, when you like what you do, it's hard to get away from, right? Like, it is. We talked about retirement. And you have to do things. Well, you love, you love coaching, too. Fucking absolutely. And you didn't do it for how many? I mean, you coached with me in 15. Six years. And then you didn't coach again until 22. Oh, no, yeah. So that's seven years. So, yes, yeah, she'll be seven in August, yeah. So. I coached this year. And so. how much did you love it? Oh, more than I ever. Like. When my wife told me we got it, like, you know, granted, she's like, oh, I'm doing it, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, and then she's like, hey, I have to miss this day, this day. And I was like, cool, I can be your assistant, but that's not how we do it. And she's like, well, you're going to have to do this. And I was like, I'm going to put this clear right now. I am the coach. will be my assistant. If you don't like it, do not ask me for it. Right? right. Like, and Because the kids deserve more. And I won't coach. I would coach with you yeah. because I know what you give. 
you also like when when we coached, I mm-hmm. found out I was my my wife is pregnant, and you knew what I was going to give, and you were still okay. You were not coming to any tournament. You told me that without any doubt. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I'm gonna live with that. Yeah. Right. Like I had my like in the beginning though, I would have been the same guy as you. Like, yeah. I mean, you found it. The kids even seen it, right? I would show up and passed out in my car, right? Yeah. Like not from drinking, just from being exhausted, right? Like. So here I am working, you know, three, two, three a.m. I get there and I'm like, all right, I sleep, and then my kid would knock, but hey, coach, next sleep, and yeah, like I've literally, like I'm here with you guys until ten o'clock at night, and I get back up in four hours. Like, yeah, do it all over again. Like, yes, if I can catch thirty minutes, I'm gonna do it. And like the kids understood it after a while, right? All of a sudden they're like, oh, he really, he really is like just catching a quick nap because that's yeah. all he gets, yeah. <laughs> you know. So like the kids can see it, and it's like. I mean, granted, we got a little bit of money, but like, it's not like I'm doing it for a life. Like, you know, and that's so yeah, that's only, just it. We got a little bit of money. The only reason I'm thinking of paying my house off and just giving, not giving a shit, um, is because like I I realized that if I just go coach, anything I want to coach mm-hmm. for some money, as long as it's not like the private school I coached for. I will officially pay my property taxes and some utilities. And like, I'm okay. And like, cause I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, God, what, what, what would I do? And I was, so I just made the post, right? Like, and we're looking for a summer camp counselor. Yeah, I saw that. And I missed that. I yeah. camp counseled for years. Absolutely love it. I used to get jobs just to go camp counseling. Okay. And now I'm sitting here going, huh, what happened to me? What happened to who I am? Right. Like, Go back to the education system because we talked about that and how teachers suck, right? Mm-hmm. No teacher. So when I had I had a counselor in school, right? Like not a therapist, but like yeah, they call them counselors. Full like, counselor. Yep, mm-hmm. you're supposed to go to them and they're supposed to guide you in your bullshit. Yep. Right. Take this class. Yeah. Hey, what do what do you if you could see yourself doing something? What would you do? Oh, I'd either be a fucking PE teacher or a, a counselor for camps and stuff like that. None of them ever gave me the pathway to figure out who to contact, how to contact them, say, hey, I'm looking to start doing this. I need 50 grand a year. I want to be, you know, I want to do this. Like none of them still to this day, I don't know how to go make 50K a year being a counselor. Mm-hmm. And I know there's places out there that'll pay you just to be a fucking camp counselor. I probably have a hookup to that. Just... Like, dude, help me. Like, because I, I have a guy that runs a camp. Perfect. He's, in- he's one of my coaching colleagues i mean he stopped coaching because this took up too much time good for him like this is what i this like i have thought so hard about starting my own fucking camp but i'm like uh, i don't want to do the paperwork yeah, you can talk you can talk to this guy i'll give you his information like because guess what if i mean i'm gonna brag for me for 25 minutes um fun guy like i Vote myself to these kids. I get out there and I play the big bodies game a couple hundred pounds. Like, right? Like, same. I have voted, like, I have been voted best counselor, most fun. Like, I, you know, the kids, the things they get from me. But again, I'm also willing to share my my opinions. And I, I don't want to call it knowledge, it's my opinions. I have one girl, she's uh, she's in high school, Emerson goes to gymnastics, right? And we talk, and I'm like, I think school's a fucking joke. I think this is how you, you know, like, this is why they teach you just to, like, she's like, oh, I was so bombarded last year with homework. And I was like, I think homework's a fucking joke. It is. I was like, you know what? School is eight hours a day, which is equivalent to a job. 
and I was like, these people are teaching you that you have to work past your job. I was like, well, they don't tell you what jobs you're going to do that. I was like, honestly, I'll tell you, I know a lawyer, politician, and, um, you know, there's a couple other random things out there that you'll have to do work from your, like, 24-7, my job, 24-7 type thing. I get paid shit. fact is, it's like, there's things that you can do, but, like, normal, if you go work in a factory, 9 to 5, you're a fucking just normal person. Your job, nine to five. You know, you know, I used to work overtime. Yeah, a lot. You know when that ended? When they made you salary. when they made me salary overtime ended because you don't pay me for that anymore. Yep. So you know, sorry. Yep. So I want to get back to some stats here. Yeah. In in regards to abortion and Roe, so things that people may not know. Um, fifty nine percent of women who seek abortions are already mothers. Yeah. 59%? 59%. Women who seek abortions are more than three times as likely to be poor. 49% are poor, while the national poverty rate is only 12%. So the national poverty rate is 12%. 49% of mothers that are poor seek abortion. What is the poor line? Poverty is is crazy fucking low. I think it's 19. Is it? Yeah. Really? Crazy fucking yes. long. Um, and then what, what is considered poor? Probably under 30. Okay. So. I mean, that's just a guess. But sure. again, I, you know, if, if you look at, so Grand Rapids is an area, what's, what would you say median um, rent is here? Median Fif- rent? Yeah, 1500 maybe? Oh, God, no. It, well, Grand Rapids is a little different. If you say Kent County, as okay, a Kent whole, County as a whole, twelve, twelve, okay, yeah, so uh, twelve hundred average, right? Because I mean, you got some, you got some so you money. have to make three times that, right? Correct. So that's thirty six hundred a month. That's correct. So do me some quick math here, Nick, because you have your phone out. Yep. How much is that per hour? So we figure one hundred sixty hours. Thirty six hundred. Yeah. Divided by one hundred sixty twenty two fifty. You have to make at least that just to make your your just to be able to rent. But that's I mean, right? And I fully agree. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't go away from that statistic. But we go back to my problem with America. Back in the day, women at home, men. Yes, for the majority. Yes, right. You had the outliers until the eighties. Correct. Right. And then all of a sudden, now it's like, oh, hey, I'm a single woman. I'm a single man. I'm going to do it on myself. Yep. Like, and so everybody wants the old numbers, but you have double the income, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so majority of people have double the income. I'm not saying leave the people in the past, but like, yes, there, is there enough low income housing? But like, and this is for me, it's very, very hard because you're not working, you're not doing things, you're living. Guess what? Baldwin has a place for $550 a month. Currently in today's fucking thing. Yeah. You can get first month free. Fucking move it. Five fifty. Yeah. Middle of nowhere. It's not bad, but it's not fucking grown up. It's right. I'll tell you that, but like, go right. Like you're you'll live much better. Well, we talked about the place they were trying, are trying to build here. It's low income housing. Did I yeah, tell yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you how much the rent starts at? No. Fifteen hundred a month. Is it really? Yeah, that's what I've heard. And it's low income housing. I don't know how that's low income. I couldn't 
afford fifteen hundred a month now, and I make good money. Anyways, back to my numbers. So average, average, yeah, go ahead. Average rent in Kent County is actually. Uh, I have nine fifty-eight, and I also have thirteen. Oh, five, twelve, forty-five. <laughs> yeah, let's just go with twelve hundred. Uh, so yeah, twelve hundred. We're pretty on the pretty on the market there. Um, so great. Like I, I think. I don't know. I mean, seventy-five percent of women. Yep. Who seek abortions are low income. Sure. Fifty-five percent. Report a recent disruptive life event such as a, the death of a close friend or family member, job loss, the termination of a relationship with a partner, or overdue rent or mortgage application. Uh, I have two things. Oh. One, one is about where we're getting. Yes. Which is this from is from Forbes, Forbes right? Yes. Which is a very prestigious, mm -hmm. well-known magazine slash newspaper. Right. Um, they're very. Sports, middle of the road, right? And and people will say, "Oh, you're, you're just making these." No, like this is health. Um, Forbes magazine's been around for years. They've been. Yep. You can look up their statistics of. And this was published on Christmas Eve of twenty one. Right. But I will tell you. So, like now we have fifty. Now we have fifty five percent of women. Yeah. And, um, the fourth number in there right which was one that i said that i feel as a man i deserve that right yeah i get it like you know again i will and, and people people like, oh well, 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 like i will take full responsibility for you and for that child the entire way yeah but you're again the exception of the rule um but I also want to be yes. So you have to be the change that you want, crush right? And like that's what I tell people all the time. Like you, you guys say, "Oh, you're the anomaly." Well, yeah. I want to be because I want, I want people to be better. We do this show because we want people better. We we look at people and we say, "This is what you should aspire to." Uh -huh. But how many people really want to take that? So if we get one percent, we're happy. Case in point, yeah. John said to me today as I was leaving. I think you should, guys should recap the episode at the end. And I'm like, why? Because I've heard from people that you have a lot of good information, but it just takes too long to get to the good information because you guys are talking all the time about so many random things. And I'm like, yeah, we're doing a show. We're talking about what is interesting to us as well as giving information. If you don't want to listen to us for two hours, that's not my fault. It just is not my fault. But, but we've talked about that. Too, yeah. Because I think we should not recap, but like I think we need to figure it out. So, anybody listening that wants to help us out, we are looking for somebody to go through and take snippets of everything that's you know, sidetracked. Right. And just say, hey, these are the. These are the this points. is what you need to hit. This is the point. Yeah. These are the facts, right? And somebody so, wants to do that for us, please uh, reach out. We, we don't currently have the time or. <laughs> well, again, we, we did an episode on Tuesday. And I'm like, this will be up on Wednesday. You know, when it got up. No, we got up yesterday. Right, so I'm busy. I have other shit to do. Like it's not that you guys aren't a priority. It's just that it's something we do for free. And if we were getting paid, we'd probably do a little more structure. Absolutely, right. Like, but yeah, we do this for free because yeah, again, so. we want to we want to impart our knowledge on other people yeah. because we want to bring everybody up. So here's some more stuff because I love numbers. Abortion legalization particularly helps young and black women 
Studies show that the expansion of abortion access reduces teen motherhood by 34% and teen marriage by 20%. And access to abortion increased the probability that women facing unintended pregnancies attend college and enter professional occupations. Uh, can you, sorry, can you read that last bit? Reduce teen motherhood by 34% and teen marriage by 20%. Okay. And access to abortion increased the probability that women facing unintended pregnancies attend college and enter professional occupations. Right. So, I mean, we talk about that with women and mm -hmm. the, the money gap aspect of stuff, right? Like, mm -hmm. women don't make because they're people are afraid because they're like, oh, they're just going to leave us, they're going to get pregnant and go. Like, you're 40% more likely to go to college and go into professional life, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, when you're poor, what do you do? I mean, honestly, when you're poor, you just keep doing the same shit over and over again. Free shit. Yeah. You know what's free? Baby making. Until you have to have the kid. Making it is That's free, right. yes. The making it's free. The having them, not so much. But again, three percent of people, right, are having abortions because they just don't want to. So black women experienced a 20 to 40% decline in maternal mortality due to abortion legalization, which basically means black women die 30 to 40% less because they have access to abortion. Yeah. Young women who utilize legal abortion to delay an unplanned start to motherhood by just one year realized an 11% increase in hourly wages later in their careers. So one of these things came up the other day, John and I were talking about, and she goes, what was the name of the girl in Dirty Dancing? And I'm like, which baby. girl? And she goes, not baby, the other one. I'm like, fucking no, I don't remember. It was Penny. Penny. So Dirty Dancing came out in 1987. So you were negative one. I was negative one. I was 10. I remember watching Dirty Dancing. I've seen Dirty Dancing. I had no fucking idea what was happening with Penny when I was 10. No fucking clue. So, like, when if you were to ask me, hey, what's Dirty yeah. Dancing about? I'd yeah. say it's about Patrick Swayze holding a girl up in the air. Right. And telling somebody's daughter or father, nobody puts baby in a corner. Correct. That's synopsis of what I would tell you about that. So, what happened was... Patrick Swayze's dance partner. Yeah, was 16. She was older than that. She was older than that. But she got knocked up by the boyfriend of baby's older sister. Yeah. And she wanted an abortion. And some crazy quack doctor came in and basically tore her ass up and didn't do anything. So... Baby went and got her dad, who was a physician, and he came in and he took care of this girl, and he just knew that Patrick Swayze's character is the one that knocked her up. Yeah. But it wasn't. And as a 10-year-old, I had no fucking idea what was going on. Because again, I, I just thought he was pissed off at Patrick Swayze because he wanted to date Baby. Now I gotta watch Dirty Dancing. You probably do. I didn't know it was an abortion. I had no fucking idea. And at 10 years old, I shouldn't know. I should have no fucking idea. God, no, right? Like, 
brings us to our next fucking go around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to. Oh, it's, it doesn't. I don't want to get into detail. I was talking to a person I know. A person you know, yes. And telling me about where they live and how twelve-year-olds are out smoking. Mm-hmm. They're out doing drugs. Yep. They're having sex. They are. Like yeah. they're sexually active. Yep. Stop being me, right? Stop mm-hmm. being the stupid fucking kid. Like, and again, when you're poor, you find that far more often, right? Because what, what else do you have to do? Well, and your parents aren't around because they're busting their ass. Right. They have to make a little bit of money to get some fucking food on the table, keep a roof over your head. Right. So, like, you know, I have I have a friend who is very well off as a fucking nanny, right? Mm-hmm. They they go to private areas mm-hmm. like schools, things like that, right? So somebody is guiding their life to be in that upper echelon of life. Yep. Where you know what the fuck? I, trailer park people. Like, they play at the fucking playground that's provided if there is one. Yeah, at the trailer park. Right, like, yeah. they don't fucking leave. They, or, guess what, like, yeah, sure, there's people, like, there's theft in everywhere. Where you're most at. Like, again, there is crime everywhere. Poor people don't have choices. So they make bad decisions. Right, and, you know, it, when you when you get to a point where you're when you get to a point where it's better to go to jail because you know everyone makes a fucking what do they say about jail three square meals a day three square fucking three hots and a cot baby yep. guaranteed you got a place to sleep and three fucking meals right so there's some people out there who literally what why not right like how many people that get out of jail commit a crime in. to go back in right because this life is completely different so so Again, you can look at a movie because I love movies. Yeah. Shawshank. 100%. Red gets out of jail and is ready to commit a crime to go back because he doesn't know how to exist outside of jail. And, you know, I, I'm i the first to admit, uh, I, looked at a, I looked at a property when I was very new into real estate. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be big time. It's probably eight units. And this was, when I say it's one bedroom, I mean, it had enough to fit your fucking twin size bed. Had a stand-up shower and a toilet. You and I couldn't fit on. And I mean that in a nice way. These were fucking shit. When I say seven yeah. units, like, but and the guy comes to me and he's like, "Hey, he's like, I'm gonna be honest about it. Like, people who are coming out of jail, getting in back into the system. So like a halfway house, or kind of, yep. yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." And then I like myself. Because I know emotionally who I am, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but I will tell you, going through those, I should have bought them not to help the people, but like, people had nothing. And, yeah. and I'm not meaning in a negative way. Like, this couldn't destroy anything. Because, right. Like, guess what? Once, like, and he goes, Look, you have to be on them. You have to do this. You have to do this, this, this. And I was like, well, I'm not a fucking babysitter. <laughs> like, and, uh, but right, like, they just, that's, that's what they had. And I think there needs to be more of that type of stuff out there. Oh, absolutely. Like, so here's my tip for the day because I try to give one every once in a blue moon. Nick takes fellow. Yep. Okay. Most you do not. Yep. Okay. 
if your felony is new, a tough one for me. Felony is older. Does it depend on the felony? Okay. Um, yes, it does. I'll be honest with you. Um, so, I mean, if it's rape, you're like, you yeah, know. Pass, right? right. Sexual assault or if you're a child molester. Yeah. Um, I just, I like, I have other families that come in and I need to. Yeah, you need them. to worry about them. Um, I care about I care about those more than I care about you. That's yes. just an asshole way to say it. Um, but if like so, I I almost reached out and I did. Um, so here's the red flag: stop doing this, people. Okay. Um, person goes, hey, I'm looking for a felony friendly landlord. I'm looking for a new place. All right. Keep reading. I need a place ASAP. Blah blah blah. So like. When you need a place yesterday, there's there's a reason for that. And it, you 99%. There's it's one, not good for you. There's one fucking percent, okay? There's 1%. I'm not willing to risk my whole fucking stake on 1%. Okay? I play fucking roulette. I don't play inside numbers very often. I do once in a blue moon. But, like, I play black and red because that's 49. Right? Yeah. I like to live dangerously at 49 yeah. fucking chances. Um, Again, we're gamblers, but we're gamblers in the right way. Somewhat, somewhat educated, yeah, right. So, but if, if this person would have said, "Hey," and they said, "You know, my felony's ten years old," blah blah, and I was like, "That's not bad," I don't, you know. And I've done it before. Here's here's an example. I don't have any names because I don't remember the person. The person comes to me and they're like, "Hey, um, we want, yep, we want to look at the place, yep, blah blah, blah. everything passes," and they're like, "Hey, I, I have to be honest." Have a felony and i was like that's fine because my brother doesn't listen to this my brother is a felony. okay okay yeah fine my brother's a great person i would agree awesome human being um you know when he was young he did stupid shit <laughs> so um i i my, have a friend that's a felon nothing wrong with that oh yeah of mine yes <laughs> so Right, like what he used to run a room in your house. That too. Right. Yeah. But like I so the guy the guy the couple was talking to me and they're like, Yep. And I was like, Hey, how old is it? Eleven years old, something. No big deal. Honestly, back in your twenties, completely different person you are in your thirties. Because at this Absolutely. time at this time, like here I am thirty six. You know, You're not the same guy you were at twenty two. I mean, no. I, I I like I, to think I like to think I am, but I'm not. I'm going to turn 45 next Tuesday, and I'm not the same guy I was at 36. It's crazy, isn't it? I honestly, I'm not the same guy I was at 41. Oh yeah, I mean you've gone through a lot of different things, but so that being said, right? Like, and so the person's like, oh, "Hey, I'll just pay you six months ahead of time." Again, red flag. And I was like, "Look, man, I don't need your money out front. I don't want your money out front. I actually prefer payments monthly." And uh, so I've never done this before, but I did it. I said, look, I have to run your background. I have to do everything. Yep. And if everything you've told me to this point is true and nothing else pops up, nothing's different, nothing's changed, consider your guys' place. Yeah. And uh, this is not going well, is it? Right. So then, you know, I was like, hey, you, you have a place. I, I'm, I'm glad to shake your fucking hand. I would look at you no fucking different. Yep. Like. And so we we go and he's like, finally I talked and I was like and he's like no no let's just do this and I was like look I've never done this before 
But if you pass and you're not lying to me, because I don't fucking deal with liars. <laughs> you and I both know this. Yes. Don't do it. Don't lie Same. To me. Don't lie to me. Don't fucking just come up point blank honest. Sometimes I don't want to hear it. But... And he goes, and I was like, look, if you're telling the truth, absolute truth, nothing will get up. I'll refund your fucking money. Mm-hmm. Right? For your for your background checks. Anything doesn't pass, you're paying for it, and we're going to... I go run background. Felony six months ago. Felony fucking year and a half ago. Blah, blah, blah. And so, called him. Because I'm not afraid. Like, I'm not going to text you. I'm going to call you. Right. Hey, this is my phone. This is what it is. You also owe this. You also owe this. It's not going to work out for me. I'm sorry. And uh, advice I'll give you is do not lie to the next person. Right? Like, you promised me till you were blue in the face. And I also gave the benefit of the doubt because I said, yeah, look, and, and they promised me that they wouldn't, I wouldn't find anything. They promised me that this would happen. Like, they're like, no, no, this, this is the only thing you'll find. It's like, and honestly, you have so many other things that came up. If it would have been it, I would have been, I would have been the guy. I would have been your, I would have been the land. I'd still be their landlord today. <laughs> like, yeah, but the problem is yep. if you lie, yep. that just blows everything out of the water. One of my best friends, okay, mm-hmm. um, was, was into real estate for quite a long time. Sure. And we have this conversation because I said, hey, this is what I'm willing to do. And he goes, I'm mature of you, Nick. Because <laughs> that's what friends do. And uh, You don't find that offensive? No. And he looks at me and he goes, you know who my best tenant ever in the world was? I said, no. He goes, I don't know, 50. He goes, he, he murdered a guy. He goes, he came up to me and he goes, hey, I just wanted to let you know. I've been to prison. I'm out. In my time, and he goes, and my my friend goes, all right. I guess I have to ask, what's it for? And he goes, it's for murder. And uh, he walked him through the entire thing, and he goes, I took a chance on the guy because I shouldn't have, but I did. No, and he goes, he goes, no, you know, normally, like as as the landlord, you shouldn't take that risk because it's not worth it. And all of a sudden, he goes. He goes, best fucking tenant I've ever had. He goes, he he was with me for years and years. Best thing I've ever done. And sometimes you have to take that risk. And you have to because, right? If it's if you come to me full truth, full honesty, and you're opening yourself up to me, I will right. I like I will listen and I will tell. I will say, hey, what I'm willing to take on is a risk, and what I'm not. Um, you know, so that that I guess that's my 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 tip number one. Be very honest all the way through it. Number two, um, quit saying you need a place right now because no landlord wants a right now kind of a person because that means there's something else that you're hiding, your like your trouble. And I'm not meaning that in a negative way. Yes, I get there's certain things, but you know, oh, I've been searching for three months and we can't find anything. Okay, that means you, you know, you've applied to places and they've denied you. If somebody else has denied you and you're getting to me, who's a private person, you know, I, that means I'm going to find something, right? Um, you know, I I don't know. I think these statistics on Forbes is uh, is crazy. Like, you're going to tell me that you have a 40% chance to go to college and get into the um, the working professional fields. Um, you know, I... That, that's a huge statistic. Right? Uh, the seventy-five percent of women seek abortions are low income. That's, you know, 
again, it, have the knowledge and the understanding that they don't want to bring a kid into this world to be poor. They already know the struggle, right? Being poor is not easy. And everybody goes, you know, David and I fight about it all the time where I say, you know, you, you can, you can struggle to get out of poor. Like everybody has the opportunity to not be poor. Do you have the knowledge? Do you have the, the, the drive, the will, the want, right? Like, I've risked my whole life to get where I am. Is the risk worth it? Sometimes, but like, it's emotionally fucking draining. Like, I I come on here and I say these things, right? Like, we talk about my real estate stuff. Like, I, I can't tell you. Like, when I get a person, it, it's very, dude, that, that story I just said, like, it's very disheartening when they lie. Like, totally. You want to fucking help. Like, God damn it, I want to help you. Well, again, we're empathetic people. 100%, right? And and that's what sucks about being us. Empathy is fucking weakness. Right? It is. But don't, don't, you know, again, if you ask me if I'm going to, if I'm going to drain myself or if I'm going to drain you, you're not going to. No. You know, uh, I don't know. I'm just, it's also what makes me want to raise fucking my rent. So I'm going to go home and write those letters soon. Uh, 27th? Yeah, I say actually, I'm going to have to go up in August. I got it. I got to do it. And that's understandable. It's just gotta You're not looking at raising it like 40%. No, it's not even, God, it's five. Yeah, exactly. Like, say, actually, it's a, uh, it won't, I think at the time, I, I might do a raise because it's been a while. So I really think it's going to be a seven and a half percent raise, right? Like, which is nothing. So some more stats because I love stats. 75% of women who seek abortions, low income. I just read that. Yeah. Um, and 55% report a recent. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we read both of it. those, didn't we? Because, right, we talked Look about at me. The, the, the relationship with partners yeah. and stuff. And then, you know, we went back to the 40, you know, 28 or 40%. Um, they go into college and be, go into the professional fucking. Yeah, that's great. Like, why, why, if. If you know, David, so here, here's the honest to God truth, right? Like, yes. Let's call this out 100%. David, Caitlin is your daughter. Yes. Did you father? No. From sperm? No. Right? Not a bit. Now, if you, right, so you financially raised her, you did all Yes. This, okay. I provided everything. There's not men like you. Well, there are not, no. The people that are getting remarried, like, oh, hey, my, my family went from three to six. Guess what? Because another man has had kids. Yeah. That many people that without kids that are going to go marry people with kids. You're an anomaly. You just don't know it. Well, again, I mean, you know, at 20, I met my wife at 22, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hang on. 97, I was 20. Bullshit. I'm, I met my wife at like 23. Yeah. And uh, 22 going to 23. And at that point, I dated two women that had kids. And the one before Dawn, I remember she had come to visit me and, you know, we did what we did. And then I took her home. And the next day she's like, so what did you think of so-and-so and so-and-so? And And I'm like, I dated. They're fine. I don't really know. And she was pissed at me because, I mean, we went to her apartment and there were two older people there. 
older being like 16. Sure. Watching two young kids. Sure. She never told me she had kids. I have no fucking idea. I don't know who the hell she's living with. I have no idea. Right. She's pissed off because I didn't like her kids. And I'm like, I didn't even know you had kids. What are you talking about? So Don was the second person I dated with kids. Yeah. And I mean, after the age of 18, no, no. After the age of 21, I only dated three people after the age of 21 before, you know, my wife and I really got together. My wife and I married. I was three days into being 22. Right. Right. Like, I married very young. Trust me, I did a lot of stupid shit from the age of fucking 12 to 17. Well, again, I mean, when I was, you know, I dated a 17-year-old when I was 21. Right. Which which is stupid as shit. And then I turned around and the girl, you know, that had two kids was probably in my age range, maybe a touch older. And then, of course, Dawn was a year and a few months older than me. Yep. So, I mean, you know, I, I went from dating a really young girl to older women. And and you're more mature because, right, like, when you have a kid, there's a mature. you would hope there's a maturity aspect. You would hope. Well, I can honestly say I was a horrible fucking parent for the first, I don't know, five, six years. I don't know what the hell I was doing. I, think, I mean, I don't think any person with their first kid has any idea what the fuck they're doing. I, I definitely did not. Like, you're that, I mean, I don't know. I love my wife. You know this. I do. Everybody listening, I do love my wife. My kid tries to push my wife's buttons like fucking crazy. Now, I don't know how to fix it. I'm the first, like, but it's funny because we, Emerson and I were out the other day and we were just, you know, I've always, every time it's just me and her, I call it daddy daughter. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's a thing. Like, hey, we're going to go fucking, you know, we're going to, and I, I don't let her get away. Like, she doesn't fucking backtalk people. She doesn't. You know, she would be very respectful. But, you know, they, mom, 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 come here, mom, check this out, mom. And uh, he's like, and she just like needs me. She wants this. She's like, she only have two seconds. And I'm like, yeah, but why? Yeah. And then Courtney, like, she'll text me, like, while I'm out with Emerson, right? Like, we're fucking, we're in Holland. She's like, yeah. oh, how, how is she for you? I was like, fine. What are you talking about how is she for me? Like, and when she always says, she's, Right? Like, she loves spending time. Like, in my head, right? Like, there's the times I yell at you. She's like, I hate you. But, like, yeah. the next day she wakes up and I'm like, this is fucking Cheerios. Yeah. Like, I, it's almost like my kid wakes up as a joke. I'm joking. She wakes up, like, fucking hungover. Yeah, I, could, I could use some eggs, right? Like, she's just, like, she's so, like, chill for two seconds. It's not like she wakes up, like, hostile in any way. I woke her up the other day after like very little sleep and she's a little fucking but um really it's just not like I she, she Courtney lets her and today Courtney's like oh we need to make sure that she doesn't get everything she wants she has to take care of this stuff and I was like I understand what you're saying but it's very hard for me because I don't take care of my things yes your yes. beer can from outside and I was like I mean, exactly. Like, thanks for fucking reminding me. Like, 
I'm not great at that stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. My mind only thinks about the important. Like a beer can doesn't fucking bother me. Like if you came over, like that's why we're friends, right? If you came over, you're seeing there's a beer can just chilling by the fucking pool. You'd be like, I oh, won't care. Nick was either there like two minutes ago, or it's from fucking last night. That's why there's a fucking circle of beer cans. So I have to tell you a story. Yeah. So you guys show up on Saturday to Friday. Yeah. And I introduced Emerson to Sam and I said, yeah, she's my favorite, but she fucking hates me. Yeah, that's true. So I tell Don that story. She only hates you because every time she sees you is at Nick's house and you're drunk. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not drunk every time. I said, and she absolutely sees her dad drunk too. And Don's like, Nick's not nearly as drunk as you are. <laughs> okay. Well, the problem is, is when I show up, <laughs> that is true. I mean, like, right when you look at it, like, and she'll catch me at like fun drunk time, right? Like, we were at <laughs> before you get belligerent, right? We were at a friend's house, and like the, the little young girls come up, they're ghost hunting, yes. right? Oh, hey, we're gonna go search for ghosts. Who wants to come with? And Uncle Nick, Mr. Nick, blah blah, you know, like, whatever, daddy. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go ghost hunting. Let's go. So I hop up, and the great. My, all my buddies and everybody's like making fun of me. Oh man, it's like fun Nick is great. Like the world you're drunk fun like, David is great. Right, like 100. So it's like the problem is our spouses see us <laughs> when we're not fun at, at drunk that, people. At that peak of like, hey, you go to bed real quick. I got I got some more beer in the fridge, right? Um, you know, it's a, and it's just it's it's a matter of I don't know like. If you ask me, how do I help my own wife? I don't know the answer to that, but I will. Same. You, like, I will tell you that. You know, so she's telling everybody right now. I took her to I took her to Golden Corral. Yeah. Saturday Sunday morning. Yeah. Oh, we went to this huge buffet, and I ate this, and I did that. And she's like bragging to everybody. I'm like, granted, I wasn't hungover, but like that's normal hungover Sunday for me type thing. And right. Like, but Courtney doesn't. You know, Courtney would be like, all right. Let's get up. And she tries to give a routine, which is probably where I fail. And like, that's where I fail her, right? It's just like, I don't know. I, Courtney will be like, hey, you just go relax and you go have fun. Like, once I wake up, Emerson, are you dressed? No. Like, she woke me up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is this is how it goes. So Courtney will be like, oh, sorry. Just go, go sit by the TV and, and blah, 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 and do whatever. Sunday comes around. And she goes, dad. Here it is, like seven. Wake up, Dad. Dad. Yeah. I'm gonna holler you to sleep. I was hoping for like I don't know, <laughs> ten more minutes. Fucking <laughs> give me something, you know. So like, I'll tell her that. Like that's how I said it too. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, all right. Then so then all of a sudden, like my brain kicks in, and I was like, Are you dressed? She's like, No. And I'm like, Why okay. are you bothering me? Like, right. Like number one. Get ready, like get dressed. Why? Why? Because we're gonna go somewhere. Like I instantly want her to understand. Like, and that's how my brain thinks is like, I want you to be ready for everything before you interrupt me. And so I was like, Hey, I need you to get dressed. I need you to make sure your teeth are brushed. I need you to do this. And she's like, I lay there for a couple seconds, you know, stuff. He goes and does a couple things. Dead. I. Come on, where are we going? Right? And I'm like, I throw my shorts. Like, 
I threw my shorts on. Yeah, it literally takes you and I two seconds to get ready. 100%, right? And so I'm like, cool. Where's your sandals? Why aren't you ready? I'm ready. Like, you see my shirts, my shorts, everything. I, my sandals are on. My keys are in my hand. Why aren't you ready? Emerson, if you're going to wake me up, you need to be fucking fully content, ready to go at any point. Well, I, didn't, I don't know we're going somewhere. And I was like, always plan for that. Always be ready. I was like, where's your sandals? I don't know. Cool. Wake me up when you're ready. <laughs> like, you know, so, um, you know, but, but, but Courtney would be like, nah, let's just relax. I'll, I'll do this. And I was like, nope, we're, we're on the go. Like, I want you to be excited. And, and I don't know, Courtney gives me crap for that sometimes because it's like, oh, you're, you just always buy her love or do whatever. And I'm like, no, like if her expectation is me to spend time with her, I want to fulfill that expectation. That's my daughter. Doesn't I don't and there's times times when she's disappointed in places, right? I'll go to the fish ladder and I'll just chill there. Like which is downtown Grappas. There's it's called the fish ladder. It's like a little dam, and then during salmon time, fish jump up it. And so she'd be like, just sit there for a couple minutes. I'm like, hey, and dad, I'm bored. All right, talk about this. Look at the view. Take in life, understand what's going on. It's not like everything we do is you know, like full fun activities. I'm like, you know, and there's also a problem that I'm hungry and fat. So, like, we went to Craig Tuesday the other day. That will happen. Because I'm like, now I understand that, like, buffets, buffets, I realized the other day why I like buffets so much. I don't have to wait for my food to get cooked. Yeah. It's already done. So, we went to Craig Tuesday's because I'm like, hey, so to Craig Tuesday's, and she's like, okay. And she's like, hey, let's go do this. And I was like, nope, we eat first. If you eat good, then you can go do activities. Which I've already bought in the activity card and stuff like of that. Of course. Because I know. And I'm like, hey, these are my expectations. And so I set the expectations ahead of time of what I want, what I need. And then honestly, everything else after that is your freedom. Right? And with a buffet, like, it keeps her entertained. I can eat because we're, we're both, it's ready. We're both eating. We're not, we're not waiting. I eat 20 times faster than her. And then by the time I'm done, she's guaranteed to be done. I'm full. Can I have ice cream? No. I need you to eat this, 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 bowl. Well, I don't want to. Fuck it. I don't care. We don't have to do activity. We don't have to do these things, right? Like, I everything I do, I entice her with a why and how, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you earn what you want? How do you get what you want? And why am I doing it? Body needs nutrients. You need to eat a salad. You need, like, you like salads. No, I don't. You eat a salad once a week. Guaranteed, like voice, like whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Well. Oh, so, and so like, kids don't remember what they like, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, there's lettuce. There's also ham. I don't like ham. I know that. There's ranch dressing. Oh, I do like ranch. You like eggies on your, you know, we call them eggies, right? They have hard boiled. You like eggies on your salad? Yeah. Hey, they have pickles up there. What pickles? I like pickles, right? And I'm like, see, exactly, like. You'll get it. You'll understand it. And so, I don't know. We had the same problem when, when, so I am not a patient person. Really? Very much not. But like when Emerson was born, I would just sit with her on my chest, take deep breaths. Courtney mm-hmm. is an anxious person, mm-hmm. which I'm not anxious. I'm like, I understand how to, how to make, so like she would cry with her and do this. She's like, I don't know how to get her stop. Don't ever tell a woman to relax. I'm like, 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 I can't feel it. I'm like, she passes out. I'm like, 
aren't like there's a million photos of like because again I was yep, working seen it. I was working at three a.m. you know yeah. two a.m. All right, both of us are passed out. Like, and just, you get to do it. And I was like, I just take the breaths and we're both out in two seconds. Yeah. Like, so, oh man, I wish you wouldn't have given. So, the press, so can we, can you're, we, you're back on that. Can we, um, can we vote that? Oh, shoot. Can we vote that, uh, that out or what? So, what you can do is uh, if you're in the Grand Rapids area, tomorrow you can go. County. Well, I mean, Grand Rapids. Kent County's big. It's the Kent County prosecutor. It is. But if you're in the Grand Rapids area, yeah. tomorrow at Brewery Vivant, they're going to have the petition there. And they're going to give you a free beer if you sign the petition to put on the ballot in November women's reproductive rights. Oh, okay. So I've already signed that. I can't sign it. You can't so sign it. And I can't sign it in Kent County because I'm out of county. Well, that would be an issue, yes. I, I signed for Kalamazoo County. Kalamazoo. Are you claiming that address? That is my permanent legal address. Really? It is. Huh. All right. That's what my license says. That's, that's... I live at. I'm not going to give the address. <laughs> you almost did. In, no. in Plainwell. You do. Which is the last. Known address. So. Well, no. It's the northernmost county road in Kent County. Yep. It's the last county road in Kent County. Or Kalamazoo County. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So that's that's my address. I filled it out. So when I did it at Pride on Saturday, and I get up to the girl, and I said, hey, do you got Kalamazoo County? I said, first, I'm like, what is this for? And she tells me. I'm like, you have a Kalamazoo County? And she goes, let me look. And she flips through, and she goes, I'm out of blank pages. Hey, Mom, can you give me a blank page? We need Kalamazoo County. And Mom's like, yeah, I'll go get it. So she leaves to go get it. I said, you got Kent County? And she goes, yeah, I do. I said, good. Caitlin, sign that. Yeah. And she goes, okay. And she signs it. And then Mom comes running back. I said, honey, you don't need to run. I'm not fucking going anywhere. I'm going to be here a while. Yeah, I'm waiting on you. Yeah. So I filled it out, yeah. So, uh, right. I'm missing so multiple things about Holland Pride. Mm -hmm. We had a great time. Uh, it was a really good event. It was actually very good. Um, so I get hit up, right? First thing is we're walking down the street. Hey, sir, you got time to sign some petitions? And I was like, what are they for? Because I always listen. Yeah. One is women's reproductive rights. And I was like, and he lists six of them. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let's talk about this. Because I will not sign without your, if you don't know what I'm signing, yeah. I'm not signing. Okay. I will read it so I know what I'm signing. Here's the thing. Um, I sign the women's reproductive rights. I sign the veterans with the ability to vote when they're not stationed, you know, when they're yeah, not, yeah, whatever. I'd already actually signed the other ones, um, except for the one. So the guy goes, Oh, we're putting on a thing for you can get a scholarship for low income, blah blah. We're putting on one so you can write off and get a tax credit for the one. And I said, And I told him, I said, Didn't sign it, won't sign it. And he goes, Huh? And he goes, oh, so you want this one? And I was like, I didn't sign it. I won't sign it. And he's like, what does that mean? And I was like, I don't think that people should double dip. You're already getting a scholarship. You don't need to get that as a tax rate. Like, yeah, not how this works. Like, you're spending money that's not yours. I don't need you to be like, hey, I'm getting this as a refund. And he goes, same as Don, right? Yeah. Like, hey, you've actually given an educated conversation. <laughs> 
And you can just see it kind of clicking. That side. makes sense. Right. Like, and I was like, so again, I will not be signing that. And Courtney, like, Courtney signed that. And she's like, why didn't you sign that one? I was like, why would I want anybody to make money on and money that I've, technically, I'm probably the one funding that goddamn thing for fucking kids. And why would I want them to make money on the money I've given? And she's like, yeah, I could see that. And I was like, exactly. <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, there, there, there's certain things that I, you know, like, know your shit. Don't just be a person that's out there doing what, know what, go in there and know what you're saying. Right? Like, I, I'm not a position signer. Do we talk about the uh, assessments that are happening in my mm-hmm. township? All right. Fun stories. I get a letter in the mail from my township. It says, hey, we're going to be doing assessments of properties so that way everybody's on an equal playing field. We know what things are going, blah, blah, blah. My wife and I got into a big argument the other day prior to this, or maybe it was just after. We had a vote, right, for Mm -hmm. raising taxes on non-owner-occupied properties. Nope. And I, as we were walking in, I said, hey, make sure you vote no. Right? Ha ha ha. So I vote no. Uh, we get out. She's always entitled to her vote. Yep. Right? I will never stop my wife, but mm-hmm. I can't tell you I'm not going to be offended by it. We get out, and I was like, hey, I vote no. Would you vote? She goes, yes. Because, why, why would you vote yes? Like, tell me your reasoning. Well, you know, I looked at it as it's, you know, 18 or they're going from 18 to 21 percent or nothing at all. And I was like, I said nothing about nothing at all. It, was, it meant to maintain it at 18 percent versus going up to 21. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you already stated, you know, I was like, why would you take money out of my pocket? That's all. Like, stop fucking. Like, and so I, right, I'm offended by this. And I was like, it's just, it's just you know, I guess I just didn't read it enough and I didn't realize it. I was like, why the hell would you vote just because you read two numbers? Like, right. Like this is this, and so it's been a huge problem for me. Um, and you know, I, I said, look, I have, I didn't vote for Trump, even though he was my better candidate because he would help my business. Right. And I said, I didn't do these things. I, I respect you enough to not fucking vote the way of this, even though, like, again, the Biden thing. I was like, I will waste my vote on something I know that's not going to happen, right? Jill Stein, like, I will not vote for a party because you have valid information, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I voted for, the more I listen to the guy, I think, fucking great, like, um, not Nader. Who's the new Nader? Sorry. Mittens. No fucking idea. Mittens. He sits in the chair. Uh, old guy, Bernie Sanders. Bernie, yeah. I think Bernie's got brains. Bernie does have brains. And it's coming from me. Yeah. Right? Like, um, I, I wish he would get into a party. Like, <laughs> say, well, problem the problem, is, problem is he's 900 years old. I don't care. The fact is, is, I know that he's smart enough to pick a fucking candidate that's running with him that will be enough to him that I'll be happy. Right? If that makes sense. Like, I've listened to him talk multiple. He, yeah. he, he's done things like TED Talk. Yes. He has done 
And the more I listen to him, I'm like, God, I respect you because you actually seem to like give to like he reads. Oh, he 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 cares. He reads this yeah. petition, right? Yep. Like, he reads the full thing, not just oh eighteen twenty one. Like, and he thinks about who it impacts, is why it impacts them, how it impacts them. He has no problem telling you, hey, look, I'm not going to penalize this person for owning a property, but I will penalize this. So anyway, back to the story. So my wife was this. And so I tell her, you get this message from the township that says, hey, we're doing assessments. Hey, you've got to call the township. Tell them, my fucking property, I'll prosecute you. Right? And she's like, okay. Right? Because she doesn't want to fight with me. Apparently, she didn't do it. I got so my my in-laws are watching my daughter that morning i showed up home for lunch type thing two young kids who don't know their head from their asshole we're on the property i'm right there i pull into the driveway and i get out and i was like hey boys uh it's really awesome to see you but go ahead and uh get out and they laugh and i was like i was like that's a hard no for me right i was like go ahead see yourself out of here and uh, they, they're like, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, let me try this again. Um, hey, I'm gonna... you just spill beer. That's alcohol abuse. Yep. That's okay, you keep telling your story. I'll go get some picked out. So I was like, hey, you know, that's, uh, that's going to be a hard pass for me. Um, get out of here. And all of a sudden, the one kid goes, well, we're working with the township and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I know exactly what you're doing. I know why you're here. I don't want you here. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna assess my property. I'm not gonna tell you a single thing about what the inside looks like. I'm not gonna, like you're not gonna sit here and measure things. You're, the government, like I was like, the township's not gonna raise my taxes or sit here and say, hey, this is why, um, this is why the assessors just put this property at this price. And I was like, so again. I'm going to try to be nice for the third time. You can go left. You can go right. You're not doing it here. Their faces all of a sudden got that I was being serious. Because, again, there's three little kids and two other people that shouldn't be part of this conversation on my property. And they're like, oh, okay. I fully understand what's going on. Like, so they got in their car and I was like, yep, don't, don't come back. Don't touch my property. Don't be here. You're you're not you're not fucking me over, right? Like, granted, the problem is I said I said trust me, I know that once my taxes go up, I'm gonna be the first person to sue. And I was like, I will sue the county or you know the township for raising my taxes mm-hmm. and from their new assessments because everybody else around me. I was like, guess what? I told you no, and you're not gonna do it. And they're like, I was like, it's nothing you have to do with. You're not gonna be there. And they're like, like this. These kids couldn't understand it, like the fact that I will stand up for everything I believe in, right? It goes right. back to that. Like, and so I've already called my lawyer, right? And I'm like, hey, when I get my next tax assessment, even though it's gonna split about three percent, I was like, we're gonna sue. And my lawyer goes, Are you shitting me? And I was like, Yeah. I was like, normally I only use them for uh like getting evictions and stuff. And I was like, yeah. hey, new fun one for you. And he goes, All right, at least I get to change. <laughs> so I'm going to spend nine grand to save, you know, 200 bucks. It's the principle. It's 100%. Right. Because, um, you know, the government doesn't have rights to access my property unless there's, you know, a war going on 
They don't have any rights to do anything. And uh, I'm frustrated by it. So I'm going to go clean up a spill real quick. You guys uh, have fun with David. Yeah, I'm going to talk more numbers because, you know, I love to talk numbers. So typical abortion recipients are in their 20s, single. Really? Yeah. And already has at least one child while living below the poverty line. A common misperception is that most abortion recipients are teenagers. And when we look at survey data from 2008 to 2014, the estimate is only 12% are between 15 and 19. Okay. okay. Which again is in the vast minority. Okay. Um same percentage as women who are over 35 is the percentage of 15 to 19, okay? So we're at 12% either way. 60% uh, were in their 20s, 55 not married or living with a partner, 49.4% were below the poverty line, 59% had at least one child. So you're looking at 50% of the people that have abortions are below the poverty line, which because we like numbers here. I'm going to look that up. What is the poverty line? poverty line? So 2021 poverty line guidelines for the 48 continuous states. With one person in the household, it's $12,880. Oh. Two people, Nick, it's $17,420. Oh. You have three people in your household, Nick. You want to know how much? Twenty-one nine sixty. Jesus. I mean, literally, no fucking money. Oh. Okay. Abortion access reduces the odds that young women will have an unwanted child early in her life, which is crucial. Which are the crucial years that will set her economic trajectory. And of course, we are nothing if not a podcast that talks about setting yourself up for success, success right. in your later years. So in a review of data collected over the decades after abortion laws changed in the 1970s, economists found that access to abortion reduced the odds of dropping out of school, being unmarried and living in poverty, especially amongst black women. So again, reversing Roe hurts Poor people. Yep. Because we already know rich people are going to be fine. Uh, let's say there's countries that will allow it, right? Yeah. I mean, and if you can afford to get to a country, you're going to do it. Well, again, I mean, if you look right now on any social media site, people will say things like, hey, if your state's against midnight gardening, yeah. my state is not. You can come to me and midnight garden as much as you want. I'll even help you. Let's. Well, you know, I say I, I don't want to compare it to that type of thing, but like I don't either. How, how, how many times have you seen me post that? Yeah, like and you know I mean it, right? Like if you need to claim residency, it's all fucking you, right? If you need a place, I will vouch. Yeah. Hi, I'm Nick Watkins. I'm a property owner, and I will fucking guarantee you a rental of some sort. Whether there's somebody else living there, you will claim residency somewhere in one of my properties. One of the TikToks I follow is uh, Jolly Good Ginger. Yeah. Love Jolly. He posted a TikTok the other day of a bunch of creators that are like him. Yep. And literally the TikTok was, I will aid in a bad abortion. 
Yeah, totally. I would. I'm not going to sit there and say, if you're into midnight gardening, come find me. No, if you need an abortion, come find me. I'll help. And, and you know, that's kind of the whole point I was making is like, when when Dr. 13, and, and the joke is killers, right? But like, yeah, those people are going to see it fucking serious, right? And they're going to use them at a fucking when they start seeing medical problems because somebody used a coat hanger to try to make this happen, it's not ending your life. It's like, Jesus, man. Well, again, I mean, you talked earlier about where am I getting my stats from? That was from the Washington Post, just so you know. Um, we're not cutting off abortion access here by saying no more abortions. We're cutting off safe abortions because people are still going to get them. 100%. That's exactly it. You're not stopping an abortion. You're just stopping a poor person from getting a safe abortion, which just goes back to you don't care about poor people. Yep. And, you know, I mean, it, you don't care about anybody in general, right? Like, we, we talked about it. 80% of people are okay with it for circumstances. And I think, I think, you know, again, if you're three months or, you know, if you're third trimester and you're about ready to deliver the baby and then you decide you're having an abortion, yeah, I'm going to judge the shit out of you. I'm the first to admit that. I will. Like, I'm not, at that point, sure, I have a problem with it. But, again, I don't hang out with those people. I don't talk to those people. Mm -hmm. And that's probably a one, one, one millionth of a percent of people that are going to be like, and guess what? 99% of those people, 99.999% of those people are going to give it up for adoption. Well, Which I, is okay. Yeah. Do that. That's fine. And like, some people are okay with that. And some are not. So, I mean, I, I shared a meme the other day in a group I'm in yep. that said reasons I'm an atheist. And it has two, three, four, five, six, seven reasons. Yep. Yeah. You want to hear some of these reasons? Of course. Uh, peer pressure, social rebellion. Angry at God, traumatic experience, demonic possession, never invited him into my heart. Mind you, none of those have any shading on this pie chart. All of the shading goes to honestly examine the philosophical, historical, and scientific arguments for and against the existence of a deity. No. Which is why an atheist. So, one of my best friends. We went out the other day for his birthday. Yep. And his wife. Um, he has been a. So he'll tell you he's been in the face like. Okay. He is. Very much opposite of me. Okay. Okay. But. He would get along with you and I. One of the biggest parts. As they fucking go there for you. You. If, if you didn't talk anything. Besides just. How are you? Who are you? You would be friends with this kid. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, things that, you know, he says that kind of hurts me, you know, because of who I am. Yeah. Like, and best friends, right? Um, we're sitting down for dinner for his birthday, and this is right after Rover's Wade. Mm -hmm. And yes, he kind of brought up little things before. Like, oh, hey, the person that cuts my hair. He, she, it, it, he's like, they, right? They want to be called they. And I was like, I don't do that, right? Like, 
I don't call, I don't do this pronoun shit. Like, no, fuck you, right? Like, I'll call your name, right? You want to be Scott, you want to be Tina, I don't give a shit, I'll call your fucking name, but like, I'm not using this he, she, it, they, nay. Like, oh, oh Scott, <laughs> right? Like, that's how I'll call you, right? Um, I just, it, it bugs me. Um, and so, like, you know, you can see that kind of starting. And then all of a sudden, he's like, look, he's, he's, Fully, and all of a sudden he goes, "Yeah, Trump, I didn't like this, I didn't like this." I was like, "Oh, I'm a 31, buddy. I'm fucking growing up, right? Welcome right. To, welcome to the big leagues. Welcome to welcome to being who you are. Like you care, man. Like, and when you have hearts the size of you and me, yeah, you're fucking care, man. Like no matter what it is, like to see somebody struggle, to see somebody in, and yes." People will be like, oh, you talk about poor people. That's a struggle, sure. But again, we talk about you can get out of that. You can't get out of this. I mean, this is tough. I it, It's a bad situation for anybody that has to go through. And you can sit there and judge us as much as you want, but you should. Because again, you and I are a great example. We're never going to have an abortion, ever. Just never going to happen. In theory, I can probably go get a fucking vasectomy. Yeah, you can do that. Or boarding all those kids. Um, most likely, our wives and our daughters are not going to ever have to have an abortion. Now, could it happen? Yeah, absolutely could happen. Now, absolutely. Obviously, less of a chance with Caitlin unless, you know, somebody sexually assaults her. And that's just it, right? And if she's sexually assaulted... Absolutely, let's go take care of that shit because I want you to have a rapist baby. I just don't. If you decide you want to, that's on you. That's exactly right. But if you decide you don't want to, let's go. Yep. I'll take you. Oh, fuck. You know, I'll be right there. So, and, and again, with your daughter, you know, she decides at 20, hey, dad, me and Billy went and had a good time. You're not going to sit there and go, yeah, go ahead and abort that. You're going to sit there and, and lay out all of the options. And most likely, you're going to say, listen, even if he's not fucking around, I will take care of the kid because it's my grandkid and I love it. Because I've always said that, you know, Caitlin went and got pregnant and, you know, she had a relationship with a guy and and she's pregnant. I tell her, listen, you don't need the fucking guy. I'll take care of it because it's my grandkid and fuck that guy. Sure he did, but. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, I'm like, let's, let's. I'm hoping it's something I don't ever have to encounter in my life. Right. It's hoping, you know, but like you could help them one hand and shit the other two first. But like I will tell you, I know already. She's six years old, seven years. She'll be seven here soon, and just I'm, I used to be the most okay with her going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Right, like go figure out the world. Somebody was asking me the other day. They're like, "Oh, she's sleeping over at a friend's house. Is she doing this?" And I'm like, I don't trust anybody. Like, I don't fucking know you. I don't like you. We're not fucking friends. You know. So here's a conversation I had at Holland Pride. Yeah. Lady walks up to me. Hey, are you a parent of this certain school my daughter goes to? I am. She's like, oh, well, one. Introduce myself. And then she's like, I'm here for this. And she's like, um, 
uh, also I'm representing state the guy running for state representative. Yeah. I'm like, okay. What does he stand for? Like, oh, he's big into education. He's into this. And okay. Like, that's good. Like, you know, how, like my daughter goes to a special education. Uh, not special, but like she goes to a, you know, non-normal education type of a thing. Um, Spanish immersion and stuff. Yeah, I say, right? I just, and, uh, you know, a specialty education. Yeah. And, you know, then I was like, so what does he feel about small business? And she's like, hey, he feels this, this. And I was like, okay. Um, like, oh, we'd like to, you know, talk to small business. And I was like, my small business isn't a business front. It's not a storefront. Like, I own oh okay you could tell her kind of getting a little different and i was like look my wife's a little my wife's the one and she goes oh she's the one i want to talk to and i was like yep and then she starts talking about how there's people that go to our township meetings and they follow people to the car their vehicles and they do this and i said well, i don't care what side you're on you feel uncomfortable by somebody I was like, you tell me when the next one is. He's like, what? And I was like, the worst, you know what the worst day of my wife's life was? Any idea? I have no fucking clue. Um, I don't know it either, but I'll tell you I know one of them. Okay. The instant I realized that I don't have to have a job and me going to jail for a very short period of time, so I punched somebody in the face. And I get a misdemeanor or whatever for assault, and I get out, lose anything in my life except mm -hmm. credibility. And she was, and I tell her, I was like, holy shit, because something pissed me off a while ago. I was like, fuck, I'll go do this. I like, oh, I was going to rip down a flag for something. And uh, I was like, it's a misdemeanor. Well, I give a shit my criminal record. Like, right. I don't have anything to work for people to give a shit about, right? Yeah. Like, this could be all right with me. And so, um, so I'll tell you guys, to be honest about it, I think we talked about it in the podcast. We might have. It was uh, the, the flag says Joe and his hoe. Yeah. And uh, I have a daughter, and my wife is very hurt by hurt by that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and Camilla Harris, like, do, do you know how many people she slept with? No idea. Okay. Me neither. Do I care? Do you? I don't. Okay. Um, and if it was one, would that make her a hope? I mean, not in my mind. Right. Like, and in my mind, if it was thirty, it wouldn't make her a hope. Like, so she I, again, not to interrupt you, but yeah. we go to that double standard. Yeah. If a girl bangs thirty guys, she's a whore. Yeah. If a guy does, but if a guy bucks. bangs thirty guys, everybody's giving them fucking high fives. 30 guys. A guy should bang 30 guys. <laughs> One Sorry, of guys 30 girls. Guys. He's gay. That's what he is. He's gay. <laughs> but um, again, if he, if he bangs 30 girls, everybody's giving him a high five. Yeah. Double standard. Go fuck yourself. Anyways. Um, no, so like, right? So I was like, man, it's really getting my wife. Here I am drinking a little bit. I was like, fuck, I'll go to. So I was talking to some people I know in some fields I know. Again, I have a lawyer. Like, all right, you know, it's constantly yeah. saying I'm gonna hit my lawyer up. They don't have. A they don't have lawyer, lawyers. Right? Yes. You know who has a lawyer? You and I have lawyers, <laughs> right? Like, I have a lawyer. Okay, so 
I'm like, oh, I'm talking to people. And my 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 friend that works for a place that deals with criminals um, goes, rip the flag up, but leave it there. He goes, Steph will get you a felony. Vandalism will only get you a misdemeanor. I was like, holy shit, balls. Like, this is why I talked to you, right? Yeah. Like, a misdemeanor? That's fucking like who gives you just so then i was like have you seen my truck biggest fucking redneck piece of shit but so then i was like all right i have freedom of speech just as much as he does yeah so i'm gonna take my truck i'm gonna park it right in front of his fucking house i i make t-shirts i make vinyl stickers yes you do like i'm gonna change this fucking most derogatory shit have an arrow pointing to this guy's house right like with my fucking beat up truck all i have to do is get over there and fucking Move it back and forth just a little bit. Yeah. Right now, block the fucking view, and I'll do this. And my wife's like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest idea." And uh, she still won't let me fucking do it. But yeah, you totally need to do that. I do, right? Like, I'm gonna go do it tonight. You, you totally fucking yeah. should. And you know, he can cut my fucking brake lines. I haven't used my truck in a year and a half. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Get out of here! Set it on fire! Like, I'm your new truck. It's paid for. That's a fact. Um, but right, like when when I have to. Oh my daughter, why this person is being called a hoe when we have zero proof of anything of it, right? Like that mm-hmm. pisses me off. When I have to tell my daughter, hey, now you have to be more careful about having sex because not just because that guy does whatever, but like the fact that is you could die from it. It's not like it's going to not change your life and do whatever. The fact is, is you could die if complicated. Yeah. If I was a person going to have a kid right now mm-hmm. and knowing the fact that like, and trust me, I'm I'm trying to have a second kid. I think that this doesn't fucking get me to not have oh, a yeah, second you, one. Yeah, at this point. Like I'm sitting here going, fuck me. But like, again, I'm not rich. I'm not filthy rich. If there was complications, guess where I'm going? Somewhere where you can Not fucking here, apparently. Yeah. Right? Like, Somewhere you can take care of it. But I, not love my, I love my wife. Yeah. I love my wife. The unborn thing that's inside of her, I loved it. I did whatever. And it sucks for people that have had it. But like, I, my wife needs to be with me. So, and one of the arguments I always hear is, well, it's a living thing. It's a living thing. Blah, blah, blah. It's not. And to be a living thing, you have to be able to exist Without. on your own. It's a fucking parasite. So you can sit there and say it's a living thing all you fucking want. If you can mandate that a woman has that child, you can mandate that, Nick, you need a kidney. I'm a match for a kidney for you. I have to give you my kidney. I don't have to give you my kidney. That's my fucking choice. They can't tell me I have to, but they can tell a woman that she has to have birth. Bullshit. They can't tell her that. I mean, Obviously, right now they can because we're in fucking backwards land, bizarro world, but they shouldn't be able to. That's yeah. bullshit. And, and and I do. So, like, right, I, I assume Dawn and I will have a conversation mm-hmm. because I am upset about the, the aspect of white man. One thing that I am very upset about is, is the fact that everybody listening, I want to be clear, female Supreme Court justice voted to turn this. An African-American male voted to overturn this. 
Mm-hmm. So don't sit here and tell me it's only fucking white men, right? Old white men. Like, stop. There's three females. Two of them right now I currently respect for females. One of them I do not respect as a fucking. There is plenty of white men. There's an African-American male who, God, I cannot. The problem is, is everybody's like, oh, is he going to go against fucking um, mixed race? Motherfucker's married to a white lady. Don't sit here and, like, on, you, you need to understand, this guy here, and this is, and I tell you, I told the same thing to everybody. One thing I supported about Trump, who I thought would be the one person to get it through, term fucking limits. Get these term fucking limits going. Let's go, right? Met presidents are eight years, everything. And where did that go? It's fucking nowhere, right? But like, and that's why I said I'm fucking disappointed. That's the only thing I fucking had in favor of. Everything him. needs term limit. State-wise, locally, yeah. nationally, yeah. fucking courts, they all need fucking term limits. Don't get me wrong. We have a mayor in Granville, which mm-hmm. I still call myself Granville even though I'm Jenna. We do everything in Granville because they do more than Jenna today. I love the mayor. He is one of the greatest fucking mayors we've had. He does so much. I mean, he literally, it's not because of money, but he's fucking loaded. Loaded. Probably the richest. Mm-hmm. And uh, he flew a helicopter in for one of the events that we did. To, like, he didn't fly it, but like, he prepared it to, yep. do, to do something fun for the activity. Um, right? He travels the world to go do these big ass marathons like mm-hmm. 24 hour marathons so it's like as much as he's doing greatness he's doing so fantastic for granted he still needs fucking yeah everybody does because guess what we limit the term he'll learn to teach the next person to be him so the largest voting block now you know what it is voting block yes it, it's millennials is it really? It is. And they're not doing it. I read that. Yeah, they're not doing it. So I, I posted the other day. It was it was on the day Roe was overturned. And I'm I'm gonna find it because sure. I, of course it, it pisses me off because you know this is where we're at. So in the last election, 2020, 74 million two hundred and sixteen thousand and change voted Republican. 81 million two hundred and sixty-eight and change voted Democrat. And 101,176,932 people better start to give a shit. So, 20 million people voted for no one more than they voted for Democrat. And 26-ish Republicans. Which, again, I mean, that, that sounds like a pretty good break there because... We're more liberal in this country than we are conservative. But even when you look at liberal, Biden's a liberal and a horrible, horrible person. He's a fucking moderate. He's he's to the right of center. He's not really liberal. I would agree, right? Like, and that's the thing. Like, he's just not doing it in the best way. Um, no, I, I am. I mean, you're you're more on the democratic side than mm-hmm. I am, right? Like, if I took a test, like, last time I took a test, I literally ended up in the fucking dead center, right? Because I, <laughs> both ends of the, I give two shit about people, but I also give a shit about making money, right? Like, 
and, and and it's very hard to have. Well, again, we're I've said this a million times. We're socially liberal, yep. fiscally conservative. But the worst part we have is the conservatives out there aren't fiscally conservative. Oh, All they do is drive up the fucking national debt. Oh my god! And give money to rich people in banks. Yep. Say right. And, We're over here figuring out how how to understand where these people are coming from, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, another guy I respect, right? Till today, and the problem is I know, like I, I still still a great guy, and he's entitled to his opinion, even if it's the wrong one. He he just posted today, they they overkilled death, or so they they overturned death. And I couldn't be happier. And I was like, "That's I did, an ass wipe comment." Like I know who you are, right? Like he, you know, it, honestly, he's a lot like you, right? His wife had a kid, and he stepped in, and um, but he's he's a good guy through and through. The one thing that he stands for, right? Yeah. Like, okay, I get it, but. You asked him, "Hey, you know, can I can I get a can I get a sandwich because I'm hungry?" He's like, "Yeah, man, I got you, right?" But he's not going to do it for the millions of people, the millions of kids that need a right. sandwich or bottles or whatever, right? Like, so. Wendy asked me yesterday. So now that abortion's going to be outlawed, what is Mikey voting for? He's voting for Democrats, right? I'm like, well, fuck no. He'll just find one other single issue to vote for Republicans. He doesn't know any better. And he'll feel like if he votes for Democrat, they'll change it. So you got to keep voting for that one thing. And again, they people are like, I can't believe this happened. This was the singular agenda of the Republican Party since 1972. All you have to do is look at everything they did. They conspired with the church to get rid of abortion. And now they have some superiority they feel because they're saving babies so that they can die in school shootings. Oh my God. Like, and they're just, you know, but hey, Catholic ones are the ones that got it right, right? So you just go for the little boys. Well, exactly. No, it's just like, you know, if I, if, if people always go, oh, why, you know, what are you doing to change? Why don't you run? Hey, I have a fucking background that would come way too fucking much out. Number two, if you want me to sit here and tell you, hey, I think churches need to be taxed, there's zero fucking chances I win. So let me ask you a question, because I get this from my therapist all the time. She's like, you should totally run for office. Um, Nick, who would vote for me? Nobody. You might. Maybe. But normal people? Not a chance. Not a fucking chance. I can tell you the same thing. Yeah, you should run. You got great ideas. Nobody will fucking vote for you. I might. Yep. But you ain't you're not getting 10% because you're gonna go out there and you're gonna just say, This is the way it is. And if you don't like it, fuck off. And they're gonna go, he's an asshole. I'm not voting for him. We'll see. Okay. You gotta you gotta be a you gotta be a rich asshole. Yes. I'm I'm rich. You have to be a rich asshole that lies. Right? Like um, you know, and the uneducatedness with America right now. I'm so sick and tired of going to the pump and seeing the Biden. I did this. And oh, talk, so fucking we stupid. We talked about that in the last episode with the gas prices, right? Just, um, you know, oh, hey, we're going to sit here and 
put tariffs on on all the other countries and do this. And it's like, you know what? You know why inflation's where it's at? Guess what? I told everybody. We talked about that in the episode, right? Prices of everything is going to go up. No country is going to eat that fucking cost. Mm-hmm. Like, I was talking to a guy for fireworks. You know how much it used to cost to ship in a container of fireworks? Dirt Eight cheap, fucking man. grand. You know how much it cost right this year? 30000 fucking dollars. I, I got my... That's four times the amount to fucking ship it in. I got my car insurance renewal today. Yeah. 220 bucks more. And I'm like, What'd you what in the fucking Don goes, well, they refunded $200 to, or $400 to everybody this year. <laughs> they got to find a way to make their money up. And 220 bucks twice a year, that's $440. I'm like, God damn it. But no other quotes I'm getting are any better. It's just what it is. And I don't have many choices, so I'm going to fucking pay it. Whatever. Um, I don't know. We're right. we're running three hours long, like normal. So again, shout out to the one I didn't spill. New yes. Ca- New Glarus, Wisconsin, about the red. What did you spill? Oh, outside of Hazel's nuts. Red that hurts you. Red. I know. Um, it was actually delicious for the first few drinks that I got of it. Five thirty-five for this. Uh. Coffee Dino S'mores. Eh, hard pass. I'll probably won't do it again. I'll do it because of my accident. And then Black is Beautiful. That was actually a very great Imperial. Um, $3.35, but it was also a 16-ouncer versus yeah. a 12-er. And it went to a good cause. I again had Reds. I enjoyed my Reds. We're uh, thankful for all our listeners on Twitch tonight. We had a bunch of you. Thanks for uh, joining us. Um, we will be back sometime next week. I'm going to work really hard on getting this uploaded before I go off on vacation uh, tomorrow night. So hopefully this will be up on all of your favorite podcasting services. And uh, otherwise, we're always looking for show ideas. Please hit us up. Uh, Nick, hit them with your normal. Like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your grandma because you know she likes to hear our beautiful voices. It was very great having you guys. I appreciate everything. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.